millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What a what a good year it's been. Not really. <laughs> it has certainly been a year with the full amount of days in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Cult Popture Podcast. Um, you're listening to AJ. Josh and Rowan. Um, today, just in time for New Year, we're going to bum you all out by talking about the worst things that have happened this year, but specifically about movies, not about political things and people dying. Um, but, so basically, if you're a keen aficionado of the Cult Popture podcast, which you probably, probably are, probably <laughs> are. <laughs> um, you'll remember that our first ever episode was actually the most disappointing films of 2015, <clears throat> which is hilarious that we did it in 2015, when 2016 is clearly the year you do that podcast about. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, last year we were joined by Jeremy and Evan, both of whom were busy this year. So I thought I'd expand the Cole Popcher family, bring in some more some more voices. Um, so yeah, we've got Rowan and Josh here today, and we're going to be talking about movies this year um, that we thought were bad. Well, I think there's difference between <clears throat> there's difference between it being a bad movie and a disappointing movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, you everyone knew that like. I don't know. What's an example of a bad movie? The Phantom Menace is a disappointing movie. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily... No, it's pretty bad. bad. That's that's probably both. That's probably the middle of the Venn diagram of disappointing. But if if you weren't anticipating... Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one was disappointed that whatever young adult novel... Allegiance. Whatever, you know, whenever that came out, no one was that disappointed that it was bad. Yeah. So, Um, so basically, we've got a list here of all the films that came out this year, and we've highlighted the ones we want to talk about, so we're not going to talk about all of them. Every film. So, well, not every film, every big, you know, every big release. For my own, you know, clarity, I'm looking at my most anticipated 2016 list, which is uh, largely populated now by the most disappointing movies of 2016. <laughs> this was, I compiled this in, at the end of 2015. So right. This is what I expected to be What good. was your most anticipated? Rogue One, and then like Batman, and then Civil War, and then Fantastic Beasts, and so that, that top line mm. has mm. a lot of <clears throat> material. Three out of four, then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Listen in to find out which yeah, was yeah, which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no secret that 2016 sort of been a rough, rough year, not only for movies, but mainly for movies. Um... And yeah, so let's let's delve in. I want to start off by saying, uh, Jason Bourne is my most disappointed of the movie movie of the year. I haven't seen it. Just the fact that they called it Jason Bourne pisses me off to such an extreme end that I'm it's so disappointed. Why would you call it Jason Bourne? What would you call it then? The Bourne something. Pick a word. Doesn't yeah, matter. True. You've started this with your franchise. Why would you call the last one Jason Bourne? Yeah, he's back. It's, Call it the Bur- the Born Resurgence. I, f- I feel like they really were trying to cash in on this like legacy thing of everyone likes the Born movies. Like these yeah. films are classics from your like youth or whatever, and it's like and it came out like what ten years yeah. ago or something. And yeah, so Jason Bourne is like this return to the franchise that you love so much. It's like nah, don't really, I don't I haven't really seen I've seen 
<laughs> Did the any Bourne, of us see the Bourne, No, I don't think so. The Bourne <laughs> franchise is one of those ones mm. where I've only seen like a splattering of movies from. So I think I've seen the first one, and then I went to like the midnight screening for Legacy, which was the one with Jeremy Renner. <laughs> um, which the was midnight, actually the midnight yeah, screening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried so many times to watch that movie. But it's I never it's got actually pretty through. good if you haven't seen the other ones because you get it's yeah. like this whole like who is Jason Bourne kind of thing. Um, I but haven't, yeah, haven't seen the fact, yeah, the fact that they called the fifth one Jason Bourne is so bizarre to me. Who thought that was a good idea? The fifth one, yeah. How did we get there? <laughs> yeah, I think another thing is that the old ones. It was like two thousands Matt Damon, and he yeah. was like, <laughs> he was like, like almost young and scrappy. He was probably still what, like at least thirty. I don't know how yeah, old yeah. he is now. <laughs> but like, you look at him now, and like, <clears throat> I like I watched the first two minutes the other night, and then turned it off because I was like. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Is he an, is he an old man? Um, and he's just like, this like, big like, grumpy old man like, mm. and it's like, <laughs> this like, it's, it's not like, what it used to be. Maybe I'm just like, this old this grand, stout, you're shit, yeah, yeah. what it used to be. Those yeah. first three Bourne yeah. movies are pretty, pretty damn fun, yeah. like, action spy movies, I okay. reckon. But if you ask me the story of the first three, I couldn't really tell you, because I watched them when I was younger. And I'm like that with so many cool movies. spy action. Well, isn't it as simple as Jason Bourne doesn't know what the hell's going on, yeah. and everyone wants to try and kill him? Yeah, like, sure. that's just a yeah. good yeah. little setup for a And he kills a guy with movie. a pen. Yeah. Yeah, and you had those sequences where he's... No, that's The Dark Knight. <laughs> no, it happens in the second one. No, it happens, yeah, the second Batman movie. The Dark Knight. No. Want to see a trick? Like... Okay, okay. <laughs> we're going to go through these from now on in um, release order. Okay. Um, and again, yeah. we're not going to... In order of disappointment. We're not... Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to talk about them in... in um, not, not, we're not going to talk about every movie. So if you've tuned in okay, to our thoughts on Kung Fish Hand For structure, three. are we going to at any point try and rank the most disappointing films? Absolutely, or? dude. There's no restrictions. We can go for two hours if you guys want. Let's, I don't give a shit. Sure, let's just see. Yep. <laughs> cool. So the first one we've highlighted is... Deadpool. Mm. What did you guys think of Deadpool? Someone was disappointed <laughs> by it because we highlighted I, it. I did not like it at all. At all? Yeah, and I feel like I really was the one person, like, you know, most people this, lo- like, this loved it. This is what the, what the podcast's about. Tell us, Rowan, what was wrong oh, with Deadpool? Uh, Deadpool to me just <clears throat> felt like it just didn't mm-hmm. feel, it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't find it funny at all. Mm-hmm. Um, every single joke just felt really, really obvious and painful. And cheap. Um, Do you want to know what I was disappointed in Deadpool by? What? So before I saw it, someone was like, "Do you know you see um, Ryan Reynolds's penis in it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Really? That's weird." Like, yeah. because he's like such a front. Like, I, I'm always uneasy. I'm amazing. always uneasy when like someone running the movie puts their own nude scene into something, and then someone was like, "Oh, there's a lot of CGI," you know addition to Dick. it and yeah. Um, oh yeah and they were saying they were saying like oh but and someone mentioned it's in a fight scene with the main bad guy and oh so, my god that would have been amazing no it is okay so i go into the movie expecting the end of the movie to be deadpool naked fighting the bad guy which would have been hilarious i had this vision in my mind of him coming right up to the screen and just his big cgi dick like flopping or like you toward, know that'd be so funny no, like you get every third act superhero movie the mask comes yeah, off eventually yeah, yeah. you have like a tactical explosion that yeah. blows his pants off yeah yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah, the rest yeah. of the movie because <laughs> because and at one point like right before the final battle he takes his underwear off for some reason I can't remember why I mean that's what really draws the crowds on an opening weekend yeah is yeah. No, knowledge of it's, a full frontal nudity yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but, actually the kind of gag that would have been brilliant in R16 yeah you know, exactly R-rated which, and I reckon if Ryan Reynolds really. hears this podcast he'll, which he won't but he'll be like damn I wish we I did that we need to get the hashtag like uh, Deadpool's dick yeah uh, Deadpool's dick Deadpool I can too. see that happening in 
like the second one because yeah. now the studios like the studio is definitely like do what you want yeah yeah but I they mean, still would have been like maybe not but like I think something like that I could definitely see happening um, in the second one. but for the record you do see his penis but it's in shadow like it's very oh, okay. silhouetted when he fights Ajax when he gets when he first escapes the the little right. tube that so that's in. what your that's what your I, was I saw to. that and I was like oh this must be a precursor to like the great <laughs> end where his dick's just <laughs> flopping everywhere yeah like that just sounds so funny to me God, and that's that why I was brilliant. disappointed and like you can have all these like low angle shots yeah. where they're like yeah. struggling up the you've top you've got an R16 horror, uh, an R16 superhero movie have full frontal male nudity and that that's freaking hilarious man that would have been funny yeah it's it's that kind of like that's bold and different and funny like I just yeah, all of the jokes just felt really just yeah. like painful and, and boring mm. and obvious to me. Agreed. I didn't hate it. I liked no, it. I didn't yeah. hate it either. I thought I didn't I didn't feel much for it, but I didn't. I just hate got it. nothing out of it, which mean if it's that bland for me, it's like I kinda have to be in the camp of I just didn't yeah, yeah. I actually And not, that's that's hate's a very strong word, but like it's disappointment we're talking about, right? Yeah. So I, you went to a movie hearing all these good things about it and you didn't like it. And I'd avoided trailers because I was yeah. like, Oh, this is gonna be so funny. Yeah. It's gonna be so funny. Yeah. And then it just yeah, I didn't find it that funny. <clears throat> Sweet. The next movie on our list, racing through them. We're already up to the third one. Zoolander 2. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Yeah, didn't see it. What? <laughs> Who oh, highlighted I thought, someone, I thought someone had seen it. Yeah, I was interested <laughs> to hear about it. No, I mean, because yeah, Zoolander 1's quite funny. but Yeah, it is. It's, this has been a year of, like, oh, it's, it's that low on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's that, these are the kind of reviews. Why would I bother? I, why did we highlight Zoolander 2? Who wanted to talk about it? Was it me? I, th- I said I wrote one thing on oh, What did, what did you write? Uh, I said... Um, Didn't say it. I said <laughs> no, you one note. Well, it's one of those ones where I was like, I'm just not, like, I'm not not watching it. Like, yeah. I was like, I, just, I have no, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but, like, it was... I just feel like... There's a scene in the trailer where they're like on top of a cliff and they've got to swim somewhere and he, she's like, grab onto oh, her grab boobs. boobs yeah. And I'm like, and the guy's just like, not like aroused at all. And they're like, we're being edgy, but like, <laughs> he's not aroused and it's not sexual, but I, yeah. it's so like, I was just like, what? You've like, got to wonder. What are they trying to be? After so many bad sequels 10 years after the original yeah. why did Zoolander feel it could have be the exception did know? Ben still a director yes oh wow yeah Lo I... how the mighty have fallen he went from the secret life of Walter Mitty to Zoolander 2 I didn't find secret life of Walter Mitty to be all that interesting it's it's, 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 it's very much He's a passion really trying though. to make a good yeah, movie yeah. though yeah, yeah exactly um, Oh yeah, like because Zoolander one has sort of gone on to be like a cult favorite in the yeah. in the intervening years. I remember yeah. seeing that at the, sort of, at the cinema for the first time. I was like, yeah, it was really funny. And then yeah, 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 I just had no interest in seeing it once well, I heard. Do how you bad still it was. think that after seeing this one? I haven't seen it though. Wait, Zoolander oh, two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next one on our list is Allegiant. Didn't see it. I I've seen the, the this is the Allegiant is the third in the second. Series? The second. Oh, I think okay. So. Am I right in sure? that? I don't know. I, I, feel I could like, be wrong. I feel like I've watched... No, Insurgent. There was Divergent and... Divergent, Insurgent, Allegiant. Oh, okay. Which one came out this year? Allegiant. Yeah. So Insurgent must be the one that's going straight to, like... No, Insurgent was the second one, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think this is the third one, I think. Okay. I'm, I actually don't know. Because I feel like I've watched and slept through two of them on iTunes before. Mm. So, what's real interesting about this series, and we sort of touched on this um, in the 2015 one as well, when um, Mockingjay Part 2 did terribly at the box office, mm. and people were saying, oh, is it because of Star Wars? But, like, you want to believe it's because young adult movies suck <laughs> and people are starting to see 
see that. Yeah. So Allegiance sequel, whatever it's called, isn't getting is going to be a straight to TV movie. And it hasn't Shailene Woodley said she's just going to yeah, bow Shailene out. Shailene Woodley's not going to be in it, which is incredible. <laughs> like what? What a swift end to this horrible genre of movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not going to get any more, and that's great because I'm sick of these movies. I mm. like that. Nothing kills something in the world more like more than that because it's not like oh the last movie did terribly. More than Let, the actress like, at you, man. Or someone Yeah, well, like, it. say... Or like, the DVD thing. The last Hunger Games movie did bad. So yeah. people are like, oh, the genre's not dead. Let's just do something else. But, like, to finally, like, put this, like, a bullet in its head, they're like, we're not even gonna, like... Get like, the main actress it's, Like, it's not even like they even cancelled it. Because I don't even feel like that does enough. It's like, it's legitimately so bad, they're still gonna make this it. This is worse than cancelling it. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's worse than cancelling it. This is like related, but strictly it's unrelated. Do you think between the last Hobbit movie and the last Hunger Games movie, we've seen Hollywood learn its lesson of splitting books into multiples? Like, are there, are there any on the horizon where that's happening? I feel like that. Had, um, that like we've know. learned. We've learned that that just makes that you make a bit more money, but those final films are so bad. It's yeah, just yeah, not yeah, worth yeah. it. Isn't like Fantastic Beasts? Where are they? Like, yeah, but it does. Book I mean, it's five. We'll, no, okay, here's the thing. Fantastic we'll, we'll Beasts. We'll talk about Fantastic Beasts. I'll, I'll just quickly comment so on this. We won't talk about the movie. Know, Fantastic Beasts is a guidebook. Yeah. So they're, they're taking... It's like a complete inspiration yeah. type thing. But yeah, I, I, Which I'm fine with. If there's going to be five movies, I think they've they're set out they're going to make five different movies, not split yeah. one movie into five movies. Yeah, the, so. the book, the Fantastic Beasts book isn't a novel. It's a, yeah. it's a guidebook. It's a weird thing to base a movie All franchise right. around. Yeah. We get it, Jack we'll Harrow, and you like money. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get to that. But yeah, the, I think that we've, we might have seen the back of... The, wait, was the um, Maze Runner movie this year, or was that last I year? I think that's been cancelled as well. Well, yeah, because the kid got like run over, didn't he? Did you hear about <laughs> that? The, no. the kid that the main... <laughs> the main what character... What not, This is all based on in truth, I can look it up, but um, the, in the filming of the third one... The main character, the main actor, got run over by a truck, and they had to completely shut down production because it's Holy like. Crap. And I think the movie is now like not even going to happen. He's or not... if it does, it's going to take a long time to get to us because they have to wait for him to complete. And who cares about Maze Runner three? Right. Oh well, the sick. I like the first one, and the second one was just like the same sort of thing. It's just like oh, this is such boring science fiction yeah. wrapped in a young adult's like. Story. Like legit. Like I read the, I read the the first two books. I got to the end of the second one. And I was like, well, like, because pretty much the first one is like, oh, it's mildly interesting, and then the second, the second one is they they swap it around, they swap like they rearrange some stuff and put them in the almost exact same situation, <laughs> and then, and then it's like, hold up, is that good? No, yeah. And then like they put them in the exact same situation, and it's like what. Yeah, like, and it, yeah, they probably did it in the third one. Who, who knows? But we'll never yeah. know now. I mean, I, I quite like young adult movies, but this. Do you? And I quite like science fiction movies, but they've just mm. done them so. Poorly. What's your favorite young adult movie? Oh, you put me on the spot like that. Well, because I think they're all pretty bad. <laughs> um. Oh, well, like you going to say, yeah, like I don't know, like the Harry Potter franchise. I don't is think like they count adult. though. I think they're they transcend ca- young adult. Yeah, uh, I suppose, but they are still fundamentally like films about children becoming adults. Yeah, but there's something about the Twilight, Hunger Games, Maze Runner. Allegiant series that all feel like they're the same movie. Yeah, alright. I, I, I there are. I feel like Hunger Games went way off the rails, but yeah. those first two movies I think are really good. Are they? I, like, I've seen the, the first two. The first Hunger Games movie has like a huge problem with like the way it was made and like the way it was filmed. The way it was filmed. Oh my god! Yeah. Let's do close up for the action scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the <laughs> second one, I feel like 
the second one was like really just like solid across the board and felt like this is actually a decent franchise and then they just shit the bed completely yeah, yeah. The first by splitting one, up that last one wa- watching the first one is like you're watching a cam a bad cam of a movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> like watching the movie <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, true, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my favourite one am I going to get like am I going to get kicked out for saying it's the fault in our stars or see oh, yeah, I, that, get I get it I get it I like but I don't I didn't but like they, it. they haven't done the like really lame science fiction angle on that obviously yeah I, it's still a young adult movie, and yeah, what, I, what yeah. I don't like about it, I guess, is that it feels like it's trivializing such a. Oh no, I, big, I'm with you, man. I like the movie a lot. I did. I, I, I read I the book and I liked it, pain. and then I, I I don't tell many people this, but like the movie made you cry. Oh yeah, but oh, of like, course. You know, <laughs> the, I, what did you, did you see? Paper towns. No, 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 neither. The one thing about Faulkner stars that I was, uh, didn't like was how obnoxious that character was for having the cigarette thing. It's a like, metaphor. Smoking a fake, like just pretending to smoke a cigarette, and it's like, oh yeah, that was just really. But cringe. I f- see. I feel like with John Green, he, it, like, it's the kind of stuff a lot of people would write, and they'd be like, oh, this is just the stuff I write, but not like, <laughs> like I wouldn't actually put it published it in a book. But John Green's like, this is the story I want to tell, and yeah, I I can't. But that might be just making an excuse. But I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> I might not like it now. Who knows? It was like a year ago. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice alright don't have anything to say on this let's move on to the next no. one <laughs> I feel like at this point all I want to do is defend the movie oh okay because it's so like it is so hated on mm. here's my my view it's not a good movie but I remember not thinking it was bad mm. but I haven't seen it since and now I just remember yeah. it being bad yeah I, I've I watched the I watched the extended cut right fairly recently yeah and I think it is. It only makes the film stronger. Okay. To but work. doesn't that suck though? Like I was, I was talking to my friend actually. I said I was going to mention this on the podcast. We were talking to him last night. Um, uh, it sucks that DC have to release extended editions for their movies to be good. Yeah, but then I watched. The, I've tried to watch the Suicide Extended Cut yeah. and like just started falling asleep like straight. Put away. a pin in that. Dawn <laughs> of Justice, Josh. All right. <laughs> like. The, like, no movie highlights disappointment. Like, how excited for it like, before it came out, were you? Like, were I you cried really? in the, tra- like, watching the t- one of the trailers. <laughs> like, the, like, I think it was the trailer where they, like, that was the second trailer, I think. And, like, it was, like, it was Batman and Superman to get, like, it was, like, what yeah, I'd yeah. grown up with, like, watching cartoons and comics yeah. and my action figures, like, like I, I maybe not as long as some people, yeah. But like, like this is like this is what I imagine like the force of the um, Phantom Menace was like to some people, yeah. Like it was like I was so excited, like I I could cut <laughs> like the how excited I was, yeah. And then like it just it was bad. Like see, I'm in I'm yeah. in a completely different boat because I saw the trailer for Batman v Superman. And I was like, that looks like a piece of shit. And so it doesn't really rank that high on my biggest disappointment because I went into it being like, this is going to be a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd heard like the earlier reviews, like if I didn't hear the earlier reviews, I wouldn't have gone. To, I would like, I would have gone to like the opening weekend or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw it like two weeks later just cause I got off yeah. cause I'd heard that it was bad and I'm like, I don't know really to put myself through that, but I thought, why not? Um, did just... you guys hear the new stories about how supposedly it had received standing ovations by yeah, the yeah. Warner Brothers board? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so nerdy, eh? Um, I wrote, we wrote a review on colpopsha.com, the now defunct colpopsha.com, hashtag only keeping it for the URL. 
um, <laughs> about Batman v Superman. And my main point in it was that um, it, DC's trying to be the serious version of mm. superhero movies, but superhero movies are inherently a little bit silly. So yeah. it's just it just doesn't work. They're, these humorless films but then, aren't fun to watch. But then, how do you explain the Dark Knight? Like, it's not humorless. The Dark Knight was so extreme the other way. But you had the yeah. Joker in the Dark Knight, and he was hilarious. Yeah. Well, he's not hilarious. You're not like sitting there. No, like, but he's he's not like he's holding a, your sides from such, laughing. He's such so a hard. rich character because he breaks the tension as well as being yeah, like, such yeah. a good bad guy. Yeah. He, he has moments of like literally. A, a good example is in um, if you're comparing True Detective season one to season two, right? I know these yeah, aren't films. I've seen the, this this is, only seen the part of season two. But yeah. Okay. Um, season one, um, what's his name? Matthew McConaughey plays a character who's like always speaks in like metaphor and it's yeah. real hard going. And there's this one part in season one where um, Woody Harrelson says to him, stop saying odd shit. <laughs> and it breaks everything because now you don't have to take him seriously. Mm. Now everyone else sees him mm. as a guy saying odd shit, right? And then in... Season 2, they don't have that character and everyone talks like that. And so right. Season 2 gives this pretentious sort of impression that everyone in the world gets this. And that's sort of how I feel about the DC movies, or at least Batman v Superman, is that, like, stop yeah. saying odd shit, DC. No one agrees with yeah. you. And they put, like, wacky Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor in there, but everyone hated him. So, so what's the point? I, my thoughts I liked him because he was a, he was a break yeah. of, uh, relief break, but a lot of people didn't like him. I know I'm in the moment. He felt like he was channeling Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm, that's a good way to put it. The, like, yeah. Just, it's the, com- like, the, the trouble is the complete wrong story. Okay. Like, the... the oh, did you... This like what? like the video I made. What one? <laughs> so I made uh, a I made a cop popcorn. Yeah. Um, this is what like what this is what yeah. no one like not many people actually realize that like the the animated uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. It's like broken into two parts. It's quite long. Mm. But like I love that because like it's so good because they don't want to be like I still think like even in the original story the reason to fight isn't like great but yeah. like. Like well, I, The fundamental I, yeah. problem with Batman yeah. v Superman is As that they're enemies. They have no and, and history. Dual like yeah. protagonists of the story, which makes yeah. like that doesn't work. Yeah. Like they don't want to be fighting. Yeah, and, and the and the comic books. Yeah. Because yeah. like Superman Batman won't stop being Batman. Yeah. So Superman has to stop. I him. think Batman kinda of wants to fight in the Dark Knight Returns, but he's basically self destructive. But at the, that point. yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's what works. I'm saying is like you've you've got what's more epic? Two friends who have been working together for yeah. all this time, yeah. realising that they have to fight, that they have to kill each other, yeah. or two just blatant enemies who want to kill each yeah. other. Who are being played by the yeah. Slooper, and then so you can have a very quick, instant change where yeah. they're back to both on the same side yeah. in the third act. Yeah. Like, the, like, someone on, on, our, on our Facebook page commented and said that um, it should have been a world's finest movie, which should have also been the title there, for the movie. There's a... There's a... <laughs> Because Man of Steel, World's Finest, is such a very, very obvious. quickly. How did you guys both feel about Man of Steel? Like, what were you? Um, where were you at going? Into I had. I was. I was expecting the Dark Knight of Superman movies. Have nothing to say about Man of Steel. Nothing good. Nothing, nothing bad. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Nothing, I did nothing bad. Then. It was very loud. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I like. I I quite liked Man of Steel and was sort of really into. I, I bought into DC's yeah. like yeah. version of what this was going to be, mm-hmm. um, and then. And I liked that it was like, here, we're going to start doing this story and you don't need to know anything about these characters. Yeah. We're going to completely reinvent each one as we come to them. Like, you don't know who Superman is, so here's his entire origin. And we've, yeah. like, we've, really spo- we've, we've mixed it up and we've changed. You know, I, it, it, I really liked Man of Steel. Yeah. And then you get 
you start with Batman vs Superman, it's like, you already know who Batman is. Don't That's you? a great you know point. Who he is. And That's so, a great point. Batcave's here, Alfred's here, Even, he's already got this huge history, yeah. and now he's going to meet a completely different version of Superman who we yeah. took our time with setting up and explaining. Yeah. Even the fact that they call they it just, Batman they, v Superman. They fully take right? it for granted that you know exactly yeah. who, which is a fair enough assumption, but in the previous movie, yeah, they yeah. went, you think you know Superman. Here is our Superman. The title of the film is so indicative of that point. Yeah. Batman v Superman is the worst title. Don't call it that. <laughs> How great is that opening sequence though? Uh, I can't remember. The opening montage of recapping Bruce Wayne's past over the oh, other yeah. titles with the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I think there is some real brilliance. Ha- like, there are moments of just great filmmaking. And well, that's the Zack yeah. Snyder problem, right? He's actually really good at doing like, in- we're talking like about this individual sequences that, and things. Um, Watchmen is like peak Snyder. Mm. It's everything that Zack Snyder needs to make a good film is in Watchmen. I and still really like Watchmen as a film. Me too. No, but I like, know we both like, think we're all like, agreement there. He, yeah. he said, well, I don't know, like a director of photography or something. Like he knows how to make like a beautiful film, mm. but just not like a great, a good, good story. Like, yeah, like what is is, is 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 Batman v Superman just too many things in one go? It's like they, yeah. what they were doing was they, they were like, um, and I kind of admire it because they were like, we can't do a bunch of solo movies, then a team up because Marvel did that. And it's so obvious. Yeah. So let's introduce Batman in a Superman movie. Oh, and I like yeah, that see, idea. The, I, but I think it's just flawed. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. Can't. <laughs> they should have been friends. Yeah. That's my they tried opinion. to run before they could walk. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, let's jump straight um, to like the best DC yeah. storyline. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine yeah, how good that movie would have been after like three or four movies at the minimum? Okay. Well, I mean, that, even Civil War feels like it kind of came too quickly for. Do you think? I don't know. Nah, I reckon because people are getting sick of Marvel movies already. Yeah, so yeah, better, better throw in Civil I, War I mean, before it's too while late. While we're still on Batman vs Superman, I still feel like it's the superhero movie I enjoyed the most at the cinemas. Really? And I got the most out of, and I still feel like it's the at least it's a superhero movie with a clear directorial voice. Like it's got a style, yeah, it's yeah, got a tone. Yeah, like true. does it does it? I think at a script level, I think they picked the wrong approach and they picked the wrong story yeah. to do. Yeah. But at least it feels like a real big time movie. Yeah. Like whereas just everything Marvel does feels like a TV show. I went to the midnight screening by myself and sat next to a drunk guy. <laughs> Who was like, do you like Batman? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. He's like, I love Batman. <laughs> um, I, I just walked out of that movie and just just dumbfounded that they'd done the Death of Superman storyline in their second movie. <laughs> the second I movie. just could not <laughs> believe it. It's such a It was like, I just, as it was happening, I, like, I didn't believe they had killed the Superman character until about halfway through the like montage of his yeah. funeral. I was like... Very, I, I, yeah, because he's so obviously gonna come back. I like he was doing the yeah. sacrifice play, and I was just like, oh yep, I didn't believe for a second yeah. he was gonna be dead. And then I was like, huh? They've like they, there was the black, you know, Superman logo on his coffin. I was like, oh, they're fully trying to play the death of Superman in the second movie. And then and you know they don't even commit to him being dead up until the like the you know, yeah yeah. The, the well, because why would you sacrifice coffin. that iconic image of Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman for the Justice League poster, yeah. right? Like you go, you don't kill Superman before Justice League. That's just stupid. I, it, people talking about Wonder Woman being the best part of the movie is so stupid. Like she's yeah. not in the movie. She's yeah. not a character. 
she's she's a costume and you really enjoyed seeing the costume and the music you did yeah. not it's not like t- she wasn't <laughs> meant to be in it she yeah. was just like she was shoehorned in yeah, walking around not. on set and they're like she actually was actually like she, she's, it, can yeah. you imagine how awesome her stuff in the film would have been if you if it had been completely hidden from the marketing as well? oh that's yeah. batman vs Superman to a team man. yeah the whole movie was ruined by the marketing I feel like they, they've shot her scenes though and they were like, oh, those bits are really cool. I mean, it's all in the final act of the movie. Let's put all of that in the trailer. The fact that Doomsday was in the trailer them. is a travesty of trailer making. Yeah. That's crazy. But at least it kind well, of prepared he was just you a giant, for, okay, the film's not going to be He was just a giant ninja turtle. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. It's a cave troll. Like, he actually yeah. looked like the cave troll well, from see, Fellowship of the Ring. There's a, there's a, uh, for some reason I've seen every single DC animated movie. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> That's, That's fine. But there's a great one called Batman and Superman Public Enemies, where for some reason, uh, Lex Luthor's president and everybody, all the other superheroes, like, are hu- basically hunting down Batman and Superman. Yeah. So they're like teaming up. And I, like, I almost think, like, it'd be better if. Batman's meant to be as smart as or smarter than Einstein like he's the world's greatest detective like yeah. I think the movie could, would have been way more interesting if like it went more of a story like that like everyone was against Superman and then he's just trying to be this beacon of hope that he's meant to be yeah. and then Batman's like oh I understand so it's like the like it's so Batman is on Superman's side and then like Wonder Woman's trying to hunt them down or whatever and then I guess you could have Doomsday in there for you know yeah. but like I, and then he exposes Lex Luthor or whatever like I just think they, they need to work together and your, the, your haphazard yeah. explanation still sounds like a better movie than Batman v Superman yeah I'm like I'm probably like butchering it a bit but like you, you can't have these two characters that everyone's waited their entire like 70 years yeah. of them being around them to be together on screen and then them fight. Yeah, why mm. was their first movie a, a, a versus and not a team up? Okay, it's just that's what, a, that's what I'm no saying, sense. man. Yeah. What, what I kind of would have been actually would have felt fresh. Yeah. What I've like low key thought in my head, but I've never said this out loud, so who knows if this will be good? Okay. But what if like old man Michael Keaton Batman? Yeah. And then you get Henry Cavill because Superman would always look the same because yeah, yeah. he doesn't age. So and then you have old man Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> And then Henry Cavill Superman, and you just do the Dark Knight Returns. Mm. So it's like, oh wait, wait, are so, you saying that you? Take oh my gosh, the, gosh dude! The so continuity have, of the original Michael yeah, like of those Tim, four, of those four Batman movies. Yeah, Schumacher you make movies. them the canon yeah. of the new DC so you, series. So you, so you, so you, that's a like, good idea. I know. Man. So, you, so, you, so you have like you still have the Batman that you have a history with. Yeah. Like even the Batman, oh God, a lot of people that, saw as a kid. Really cool. That never occurred to me because you couldn't do. Yeah. You obviously couldn't do Christian Bale's Batman, but no, you could yeah. totally do Michael they, Keaton's they Batman. They could have, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, but like cool. you wouldn't. I that's guess. the risk they need to take, yeah. man. No, that's no, the. That's just ruining three, like three, like one really amazing movie. Yeah, I, like <laughs> it, it, it's it's like it's a bit like it's just ridiculous, like and it, like because. It, they wouldn't. If they still wouldn't have the history, and you don't like. It'd be the same thing. You have like the you have Superman's origin, and then you just throw on Batman. Yeah. Mm. But I'd like part of me would still be like, just imagine, like just imagine, like current Michael Keaton is amazing because he's yeah. like a crazy old man. Yeah. And then imagine being. He has said that like he would be keen to go back if Tim Burton would direct again. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't. Want to I, I'm still like. Yeah, are we just, talking Batman, yeah. Tim Burton, or Alice in Wonderland? Tim yeah, Burton? I just don't uh, want to see Tim Burton make another movie. No, <laughs> never again. But I'm still like, just to, just imagine. Like, it'd probably still be bad, but like, just imagine. I think there's this thing that happens where once you're like, uh, 
I'm not like the franchise is kind of buggered. It does become fun to like, yeah, they should do that. They should yeah, throw all that crap because yeah, yeah. if you can kind of make it even worse, yeah, it's yeah. funner for us as fans. It's, it's the whole Sean Connery <laughs> should play a Bond villain. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really truly love it, you don't actually want. Or to even if you just like cast Henry Cavill as the Christopher Reeve Superman. Mm. I don't know, but mm. I. Uh, all right, I, let's let's move let's move along. I yeah. feel like we've talked about Batman for too long. Yeah, I've got, I've got one before. final note on yes. Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I feel like if. Batman and Robin is one extreme of the kind of Batman movie you're going to get. Yeah. And it's like, that is so ridiculously camp and yeah. silly and colourful. I think Batman vs Superman is the other extreme. That is yeah. so ridiculously dark and grown up. Yeah. That just the, the shot that springs to mind is Clark Kent's glasses with the water of the tub as they f- have sex in the bathtub in a Superman movie splashing over his glasses. Mm. I'm like, that is so extremely like if Batman vs Superman is like all the way into the for the kids yeah. this one is just so weirdly all the way over for the adults you mean just, Batman like, and what, Robin yeah Batman and Robin yeah. is so for the kids Batman vs Superman is like so weirdly for the adults that no kid is going to watch that movie and yeah, get man. anything out of it I mean I know we've probably put the final nail on the coffin already <laughs> but like just Batman shouldn't kill but let's not let's not yeah, get it yeah much. Batman let's mowing not, down dudes with yeah. his guns uh <laughs> I, I do feel like I could talk about this film for a while. Yeah, we've done a full podcast on Batman v Superman. Captain America: Civil War. Um, in retrospect, may actually be my most disappointing film of the year. Oh, Let me explain. Um, I saw it and I was like, "That was good. That was a fine movie." Looking yeah, back on it now, I'm like, very "No, I do." But I talk highly about all Marvel yeah. movies whenever I see them for the first time, and I acknowledge that. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, Marvel movies are very in the moment enjoyment. The only ones that have really yeah. had lasting effects have been Iron Man and Avengers for me. Um, but that's just me personally. Seen Avengers like twenty times. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Captain America: Civil War. Have you read the the graphic novel? No. Let me tell you what the best part of the graphic novel is, if you don't mind. I was yeah. Um, there's so the the whole battle's happening. Should we become a government officiated yeah. um, alliance or not? Um, Spider Man, who's already pre-established in this universe, picks to be on the government side. And he goes on live TV, takes his mask off, and there's this beautiful frame where it's Peter Parker on live TV with the Spider-Man suit on. And he says, my name is Peter Parker, and I've been Spider-Man since I was 15 years old. Yeah. Best part of Civil War. Can't do that in the movie. Mm. Because Spider-Man's yeah. like, introduced in Civil War. And also, I mean, secret, yeah. a- secret identities aren't a big part I mean, of the sure. Avengers universe anymore. But like... That was what I. That's that's what I remember Civil War for. I don't actually really like the the graphic novels ending very much, but like that's what I remember it being. And like to go and watch, it, it works for the character. Like yeah, it works because Captain America would surrender because he is yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Civil War kind of, was kind of like just uh, like it just was didn't. I don't remember anything from it. I don't remember any scenes. I don't it remember just, any like it's dull both in a visuals like literally it is a dull looking movie yeah in so many ways and it's just this is such a release because i feel like i've been so dull, praising yeah. captain america civil war for I, so long and now i'm actually coming out and being like no i, just, <laughs> I thought it was okay see, see, i yeah i've had almost the opposite like i just basically just it did nothing for me when i first saw it every time you get like it, it's like a decent uh captain america movie and then you get all of these Avengers tie-ins and crossovers yeah. and that stuff just makes me shut down. The best, probably the best part was caring. Ant-Man vs. Spider-Man. That's probably the yeah. best part. I, the, the whole battle in the middle is like really fun, but it adds nothing yeah. to the story. Why do it in an airport? It completely. Yeah. Well, that, no, that's fine. Like, pick a cool location to have this big battle yeah. royale. But the the whole battle is there and contributes nothing to the greater plot. It's such a good idea to do a 
friendship, friends versus friends story. Yeah. But neither of yeah, the two Zach movies did it. <laughs> but, they, but it also doesn't feel particularly like, I don't know, like the films are, they've always had like a sense of fun about them, but like yeah. none of the conflict really feels that real. Yeah, yeah. Like they're just fighting because we yeah. want to have that poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I'd rather have, like I, I'd always describe a lot of Marvel movies as safe. Yeah. Like, I'd rather, like, because so I... So safe. I, like, I'd probably... The riskiest one's yeah. Iron Man 3. Just I, I don't love... Sure. And I, that is one of my favourites. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, but, like, I... I wouldn't say I love Marvel as much as I love DC, just the characters. But I would still prefer that... I kind of like that their movies are safe and not terrible. Mm. So I can still be like, these are the characters that I love. Yeah. Uh, and they, they don't, like, they're, they're not... Like, you're describing not, like a modern tragedy yeah they're not the best <laughs> what would but, you rather yeah adventurous but terrible so I would safe have, I would fine. at least prefer going in and sitting down to watch a DC movie not knowing where the hell it's going to go somewhere really yeah, strange yeah. by the end but at least it's going to be like an experience yeah yeah. and whereas a DC, whereas a Marvel movie I just feel like every, I know everything that's going to happen and yeah. every time you get a you can see those connections coming like a mile off and then when characters pop up you know you can hear like fanboys in the cinema just like Wrapping their pants with excitement. Well, to, like, to sort shit. of reiterate, like, um, the best, this is controversial, so apologies if you disagree. The best part of Iron Man 3 is when you find out that the Mandarin's an actor. Yeah, for sure. That's, yeah. and people hated that. And I was like, no, freaking, yeah. this is what makes this a good movie. Is that you're, like, you know, we were talking about this before, Rowan. Like, yeah. I love knocking over these sacred cows in yeah. franchises. The Mandarin's a stupid villain. Shut yeah. up. Like he he's he's outdated. He yeah. doesn't work in a modern setting. Yes, make him a bumbling idiot in real. Yeah, That's and he's so like good. he's like one of the more. He's like it's not even a high bar to low bar to pass, or whatever. But yeah. um, the Mandarin's an interesting villain in a Marvel movie. We've only had one of those before with, yes. with Loki. So like, yeah. so yeah, all of their villains are boring as hell. So they mm. found a way to actually make this one really interesting. Yeah, and people and hated it. I, I feel like yeah, people hated it. I feel like. The Marvel gets all of this like fanboy praise because all they're doing is just very literal adaptions yeah. of these comic book characters. Like people praise Doctor Strange, but it's just because they took no yeah. risks with it and they adapted exactly what people wanted to see. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the costume looks correct. Yay! Great I'm going to put a pin on this because we can pick this up further down the list. Sorry, we will be talking about just I, like, Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I bring back Civil War. Like I, like I was only there for Spider Man. Like yeah. Like I like the Civil War comic. I was like, fine, it'll just be a Marvel movie. Like, cool. Yeah. But I, and I like Blake Panther. Too. He's also one of my favorite characters. But he, I, you know, he was ju- he was just there. Like, but, um, Edmund, yep. yeah, yeah. But I like Spot. Like, I, I, I don't know what. But more, I, anyone like no other character brings me as much joy as Spider Man. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe Batman, but like. <laughs> Like for different reasons. Yeah, he's a but really like, fun. Yeah, he's a really good. He's the best like, of comic books in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Like yeah. I just like I've I've known Tom Tom Holland was like you know I've been following on like Instagram and stuff for a while. So like, I got to um, the cable just don't fuck it. Yeah, I saw like I was like this guy this guy is cool. Like yeah. Tom Holland is a like a real cool person. Like there's real funny videos of him like going to children's hospitals dressed as Spider Man. Yeah, and this great yeah. one he goes up to this kid and. The kid's like to the kid, what's your favourite superhero? And he's there in like a small Spider-Man costume and the kid's like, Batman. <laughs> and like, and then like, just to see that, but that kind of personality, but like actually, I loved it so much. And I, like, I, you yeah, know, I, that's, 
That's all I got. I can we really. stop talking about Marvel? Can I go real yeah. quickly? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same kind of problem I have with people who say that uh, Wonder Woman was the best part of, Cat- uh, of yeah. Batman vs Superman. It's like that people going, this is the best version of Spider-Man we've ever seen. It's like, yeah, but we only saw him in two scenes and we didn't get a single yeah. sense of an actual character yeah. or performance. Okay. Like, okay. you can't say that he's the best super- Spider-Man yet. Uh, yeah. We haven't even yeah. seen And him. also Spider-Man 2 will always be the best Spider-Man movie, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like... That, yeah, that's... Because they were just focused on making a good movie yeah. as it came up. Yeah. In terms of Civil War, like, it's what I wanted and what I got and I was happy. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't uh, At least, at least it wasn't bad. Yeah. That's, that's all I can remember. The Jungle Book. Cool movie, man. I liked it. You didn't, you didn't see it, Josh? I started watching it. And then I, I was like... Uh, yeah, I, the lot of past few days have been like, I'm going to watch Jason Bourne. And then it's like, no, I'm going to watch Warcraft. Or you got like, to taste yeah. it. To yeah. for the I started watching it and then I watched Suicide Squad. And Suicide I, Squad. Suicide Squad. Right. Uh, and I, yeah, I probably should have... Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was really um, good in 3D. Yeah. I feel like the Jungle Book wasn't received well. I could be wrong on that. I think it was pretty, pretty was it? successful. Yeah. I just we can move on because well, they're going to make a Jungle Book two, and John yeah. Favreau is going to direct a live weird. action Lion King, which yeah, I'm so excited. But the thing, okay, After okay, let, ever... let me start this essay. <laughs> <clears throat> the Jungle Book was objectively better than the than the cartoon movie. Because the yeah. cartoon movie was made a hundred years ago, and it's got no story. The, the, so the whole uh, yeah. the whole um, motif mm. about fire in the new one isn't in the first one, the original. Yeah, and it's beautiful. The only mention of fire is that um, King Louis wants fire. Yeah, that's sure. the only mention. But the movie, the live action movie, made it like man's red flower. Like yeah. you know, this is what the movie. This is the MacGuffin of the movie was fire. Great idea, beautiful idea. Um, well, I mean, I think they've got very different objectives. Like, yeah. and if you make a movie a big. Disney blockbuster these days it has to be like a full story with yeah, yeah. character arcs and all that sort of stuff whereas you know a Walt Disney <clears throat> animated film back then was a whole bunch of sequences to do really cute animation yeah. with cute characters and some fun songs and that's it yeah but so, what, what I'm worried about with the Jungle Book a live action Jungle Book is and I know this isn't the first Disney live action remake but it is the first one with animal that was animal heavy yeah the problem with the lion king there's no humans in the lion king that, which i think is going to play to its advantage but why would you make a live action version where everything's just yeah. going to be cgi uh, what are you going to film well yeah okay part you mean part of it is you yeah no yeah. just film well, no, a green screen for two and a half you're going to film a bunch of actors in mocap yeah. and it's going to be i walked out of avatar and went cool i really want to see a live action lion king okay my dream, dream, dream would be if they somehow just took the entire original audio of the film and just updated the visual. Yeah. And so you had all of the original yeah, yeah, songs yeah. and all of the original voice cast. Yeah, that's, that's the not, thing. That, but I mean, that is like, I want to see that because I think it would be a weird experiment. And they're it would doing, be cool to they're do. They're doing a live action Aladdin as well. And like Robin Williams, man. Who's, so, who's attached to that as well? Um, Guy it's Ritchie. Not, yeah. <clears throat> I love Aladdin. I fucking hate J- Guy Jason, Ritchie. Jason Statham as, as the genie. No. You'll never. Is that a casting choice? No. no. <laughs> you ain't never had a friend like me. <laughs> oh, I hate Guy Ritchie oh, so yeah. much. Wha-ha-ha. Oh my! Hopefully, they go for unknowns with them with the main cast with Aladdin. Um, I just oh, don't Guy think Ritchie's... you can be Robin Williams, and the only alternative yeah, no. is to go different or don't do it. Yeah, they'll go different. Yeah, and no. I don't um, hold on to Aladdin that much. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Before my time. Yeah. yeah. Aladdin is amazing. Aladdin's. It's so funny. I like it more than The Lion King, but I think The Lion King's a better movie. I think, yeah, I agree. Well, I just think, like, it's easy to trash on the old movies, but I think there is a huge progression in Disney movies from, like, Snow White, where it's just a nothing story with a nothing character. Yeah. 
and then to like the Lion King. <laughs> the the light, well, like, I feel like it's like in almost three it's to six animation. stages. It's like, you know, the early ones where it was just like, oh, this is cool that we're just doing animation. The yeah, story exactly. like takes back seats there. And then you get like with it to the point where they actually could do good stories. And you, people will never yeah. stop talking about the Lion King or Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. And then today, like, it's almost happening. Like, like it's the animation again is getting so good. And I'm wondering if. So uh, we're going to talk about this when we get to Moana. I I think the Lion King is going to be epic, man. Because I think what um, Jungle Book showed is you can take a pretty basic cartoon that we all know and love and you can turn it into a blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. And so the like imagine that Lion the Lion King, the fights between like Scar and Mufasa and of course they're going to be awesome in live action. Who but Jeremy Irons could play Scar, dude? Like, I'm sure. So Why, last comment, Jeremy Irons last back? comment on the like <laughs> they the, can like, take all of the original yeah, cast and do them. Last comment on the Jungle Book, um, the Beauty and the Beast movie that's coming out. I saw the trailer for it when I went to Moana last night, yeah. and my only comment on it, and this is the, we'll move on after this. The, my only comment on it is um, <laughs> the elements of bestiality really come to life when you put those characters in live action, <laughs> like, and it wasn't there in the cartoon. But yeah. now that I see Emma Watson falling in love with a literal animal, I'm yeah. like. It's the man inside, all right? I know that. But that led me to the question, if animals were sentient and could talk, would we fall in love with animals? Yeah, probably. If they were fully... If they had the intelligence of humans, probably. probably 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 a subreddit for that. Yeah, (laughs) right? Ratchet and Clank. I didn't see it. (laughs) No, I didn't see it. But, like, it looked like a... uh, It looked like the truest video game adaptation you could ever get. That's true. I've got one comment to say about Ratchet and Clank, because you didn't see it either, did you, Josh? No, but... Did it even come out in cinemas yet? No, I don't. I, my childhood was Batman and Ratchet and Clank so yeah. like it's been a bad year for you I, the animation looks I didn't, spot yeah. on though like it looked like, like okay. it's, my, it's my... like it's so weird to me that like the thing mm. is that movie like I saw the trailer like two years ago I was like that will be real cool yeah and then real cool I n- <laughs> never heard like it's almost like I saw the trailer yeah, yeah. and now we're talking about now I haven't heard anything about yeah, it yeah yeah like, 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 it was yeah. completely off my radar like when it yeah. came out Z for Zachariah yeah. Filmed in New Zealand, never talked about here. That's really yeah. My only comment on Ratchet and Clank is why now? Why make a Ratchet and Clank movie when Ratchet and Clank stopped being yeah. relevant? Yeah. Because But I think it's like a, it was like a five million dollar movie, wasn't it? Like it well, wasn't really yeah, a, that's no, true. no studio they, took it and actually marched it yeah. forward. They just They just did uh They just wanted to remake they, the first game, so yeah, they, made they a movie. Yeah, they remade the they probably put more money into the remake of the game than yeah, they did probably. into the movie. Yeah. I mean it didn't have a like A list voice cast or anything, did it? it was no, just, it did. Had John Goodman, Tilda Swinton, I think, was in oh, it. Okay. Like, but those aren't, those aren't like maybe animation names yeah. that are going to pull anyone in. They're just like decent. Also, movies. just a quick thought: stop hiring like people, like normal actors, to be A-less voice talent. actors. Yeah, hire voice actors. Yeah, like, but, but then yeah. you get the names on the posters. And I know, but like, it's still, it's still well, some of them are good at it. It is crazy, yeah. but yeah, no, like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I take your point for yeah. for better films. That would be the case, but like Shrek clear. was probably the best example of Shrek's probably the f- oh, oh no, not, playing not the characters. first time it happened, but yeah, like Aladdin is one of those first. A-list. Aladdin was the first, yeah, literally the first. Like, yeah, is but it, it works so well? Aladdin. Is it? But tro- like Aladdin, the actual voice is an unknown. Like it really, only yeah. the genie and like Rowan Ak- No, I'm thinking of the wrong films That's now. Lanky. But like, uh, yeah, really, just Aladdin, uh, just the genie was yeah. the A-list cast. Eh? Is it Troy Baker the? Voices Joel from last year. Yes, week. like he does. He does so like so much stuff. That like, dude's a blonde white dude yeah. who's played a convincing penguin. Or no, he didn't yeah. play the penguin. He played the Joker and, and mm. like, Batman. Put 
Yeah, he yeah he's the Joker in uh, some of the Arkham games. Yeah, and like then he was Joel in the yeah, in yeah. the Last of Us. I think he he might be Ratchet. I'm not hundred percent sure okay. though. But like put him in like a like a blockbuster yeah, Disney yeah, movie. Yeah. Like give actor like. It's for some yeah. reason video games are the only people who are only like medium that's using voice actors as a yeah. separate. But and I think but the reason probably there is they hire a voice actor and it's like right you can do these three parts and you'll be able to do them really well and like yeah. whereas with the films they're going look we want to hire Seth Rogen because he sounds we just want him to be playing Seth yeah, Rogen yeah. in our animated like yeah. the the animation and the design there will do everything we need in terms of making the yeah. character yeah. you just be you and do the and voice and the perfect storm of that is Donkey from Shrek yeah. Right, because yeah, that's fundamentally the donkey character, yeah. but it is it just Eddie Murphy's voice. Yeah. I mean, would it be criminal to say that? Who's a who's a? Oh, I don't know. Like, to, to, like <laughs> this maybe not this example. Just imagine something that I'm saying, but better. Okay, <laughs> like tr- someone like Troy Baker could do a better genie than. Um, Oh, you picked the then, worst character. What's this? a terrible example. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Like, like, is that like... No. Is it criminal? Like, just no, like, because like, Robin, Williams, voice Robin Williams was approached for Genie. And, and, also, and the performance... He was writing the part as much yeah. as performing it. Yeah. So... But like... Bad example, like, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but like, is it... like Someone like Troy Baker could do yeah. a better job than um, Steve Carell of Gru, for example. Yeah. And like, Despicable Me. Give yeah. Troy Baker a chance, Hollywood, please. That's X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, Didn't see it. I saw it. I was, it was alright. I enjoyed it enough. This is your big one, Josh. It didn't That's work right. for me nearly as well as um, Days of Future Past did. Yeah, I haven't seen any of them. Brian so Singer <laughs> needs to take a long holiday. <laughs> right, I'm going to sit back, Josh. You tell me everything. Cinema sins. Everything wrong with X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> all right, but like, pick out things that aren't actually that bad. That they just want to. So you were quite. You were expecting. You were going in with high hopes. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got real defensive there. Like I'm, like the the X Men movies have had a hard time, but like the, there's no reason why this why this movie should have been bad. Yeah, like that. There's so like there's a lot of history with these characters as well. Mm-hmm. But like the timeline screwed for the X Men movies, but that's just like yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? But, like, uh, First Class was real good. Yeah. Like, solid. Real Days of Future Pass, I freaking love that movie. Yeah. Yep. Like, and then the second Wolverine movie was pretty good. And of, then... Of the, like, good... The four yeah. good X-Men movies, how would you rank them really quickly? <laughs> Sorry, what four good ones? Well, the X-Men, ones. X-Men 2, Days of Future Pass, and, and First Class. Class. Yeah. That's it, right? Those I haven't seen ones. them, but Those that's, the that's ones. what I'm assuming. Yeah. De- Deadpool's <laughs> technically an X Men movie. Yeah, I want to say, <laughs> I want to say, uh, I like Days of Future, Days of Future Past more than First Class yeah. because I like it when a movie can up the scales but still be good. Yeah, and that I some people like a small, like more character driven story, but if a that film was so good. It's yeah. like a perfect standalone yeah. X-Men movie that feeds in from all of the other franchises. Yeah, cool. And then, like... And, oh, it's so good. I, I like it a lot because it's still, like... It's it's big, but it can still hold up to... You know, it's still mm. coherent and yeah. all right. And then uh, First Class is a good... Like, a better character story. Yeah. And then... I can't mm. even really remember the first two. I think the, the like, X-Men 1 and X-Men 2. I remember really liking X-Men 1. Mm-hmm. 
And then X Men Two, I can kind of take it or leave it. Oh, leave really? it. I'm kind of the like, way around. I think I think it's like probably a good. I I still don't think any of the movies capture the heart of the X Men. Right. From the, like they're like just dull gray suits and like. Yeah, the X Men is all about like it's a random bunch of characters that like they're all misfits. So they all they all have like these weird standout costumes, and then you just put them all in like jet black leather yeah. flight suits, and it's like yeah, I mean I, yeah yeah I think like X Two. I'm not even making is... a point. I'm just going on a like <laughs> senseless run, but like oh, there's just X Men Apocalypse. There's no reason like even Apocalypse is such an awesome villain. Yeah, like. What about that bit where they're like on the phone call, the telepathic phone call, and in the background, Apocalypse is like designing their suits? <sighs> <laughs> and they're so hot, it's so stupid. Like, you get a villain who can, Stokes like, has cool stuff, take right? some matter off a wall and, like, decapitate someone. And, yeah. like, he just does all this cool stuff. And then the, the ending is, like,. Um, just everyone shoots CGI beams at him yeah. <laughs> real hard and then oh. the ending of Days of Future Past is a little bit dull compared to the rest of the film though like he clearly has a problem with just the final act yeah. of this movie I, I think so yeah I think I think that's also true I just love I think I might just love time travel that might just be it yeah. like I think like the fact that the, what that movie attempts to do and still pulls it off moderately well makes it better than what other people I, have I, that I feel like eyes. if you take X-Men 2 and Days of Future Past those are like the perfect examples of like they have like a huge they sample like yeah. loads of the characters really well give them all little good moments actually X-Men 2 is really it's good really it's good, yeah. now, and it's yeah. got a really like decent plot that like slowly develops and then has a yeah. couple of twists and turns at the end and there's like three sides and they've all got agendas yeah. and there's just loads of different X-Men characters but a couple of main characters that you're following and like the world gets turned upside down in the first act and then like I yeah those are both really good and then um, Apocalypse kind of the Apocalypse almost feels like a, a cross between those two movies but it just doesn't do the time travel yeah. it doesn't do the period element quite as well yeah. and it just goes too big with its finale with Apocalypse and the thing is Days of Future Past dovetails so nicely into a good apocalypse story because mm. it's like oh why didn't Apocalypse come around before and it's like obviously all the time travel before like you know screwed him up and that's what woke him up but mm. I uh, you just can't do these all powerful characters they I know just don't work yeah. mm. um, I'm going to race for you a couple race for you is that right I, was, I really loved the Magneto storyline at the start yeah. of Apocalypse I thought it was really good yeah. Um, yeah it does, it's not I, it's not a uh, great for Magneto but I think it's still a good like I really like it uh, maybe it's just because it's depressing and mm, yeah. all the time it's good but and um Michael Fassman is just great yeah uh, what was I going to say it's gone I'm going to race through a couple wait no I got, to... I got it I got it so just uh, as we clip the 53 minute <laughs> Marvel 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 were the first to announce their like big grey purple guy okay Thanos, yeah. yeah. And then since then, DC and Fox have both bit them to the mark. <laughs> and they both did a real bad job. Yeah. So I think if Marvel like pull off Thanos well. Oh, will they though? They're not gonna pull I, off a decent job. I know. That's either <laughs> if, if if is the key word there. If they pull off I think but like it's yeah, I just, the only way yeah, that people, if I can call it now, fanboys are going to go. Thanos was an amazing villain because he's been set up for so long. Like they're going to they're going to confuse the fact that he's been teased for so long with actual character yeah. points. Yeah, it's now you see me syndrome. 
I'm gonna race through a couple yeah, of these yeah. films because we're we're sort of getting on. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. It's a podcast. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about how long So the two of you still listening, hang in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but let's do quick fire because I know yeah, the yeah, next... Okay. But if there are oh, ones the that we want to talk three, about... The next three, I know no one really has much to say. Okay, yeah, cool. Me before you. Yeah, what was that one? One called? sentence, Josh. Oh, wheelchair. Um, I really like that they someone actually committed to... Let's, gonna, let's tease a real sad death of a character and then actually commit to it, but still have a hope, hopeful ending. And I cried a lot. Didn't yeah. sound very disappointing. Sounds, it sounds like a reaction to Fault Now Stars. I liked it. Uh, pop star Never Stop Never Stopping. Did you guys see that? Yeah. I saw that um, two nights ago. Thought it was funny, but the best song's not in the movie. Which was the best song? Fuck off. <laughs> that one's that. great. That one, because what I liked about Never Stop Never Stopping is that it takes... Like, it's very hard when a musical comedy comes out for you to believe that people would actually be into this music. Mm, yeah. But Never Stop Never Stopping... Um, doesn't ignores that that elephant in the room by putting it in a more surreal world, hmm. and so like these are like imagine if a pop song came out called "Fuck Off," yeah, and it was actually good. That's what this would sound like. So that's what I liked about it. Okay, I need to check that song out. I, I quite enjoyed. Uh, no, I didn't really. I, I thought it was alright, but it felt it had the real it had a loose kind of like here's the basic kind of pop star plot we're gonna do, and everything else is like loose improv. But I really enjoyed the song um, about like. Um, Fuck, do like our troops fucked Bin Laden? Yeah, 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 that's great. So funny. What what I what's important about this movie is is that it's one of the only big um, non sequels this year. One of the biggest non sequels of the year. It didn't do particularly well. No, it didn't, and that's that's what's tragic, right? It's um, same with Nice Guys. Nice Guys and Never Stop Never Stopping are sort of put in the same category in a lot of people's yeah. lists. It's real pity they couldn't make it work because hmm. now you see me too. Anything to say? Terrible, um, terrible, terrible, terrible. So the first movie is like hey it's real life but these people can turn into cards or money or whatever <laughs> yeah. or something, and jump off a building and then somehow science, be science somewhere magic. else and it's like cool and then in this one a guy literally turns into water <laughs> like and the, I haven't even seen I'm like he literally turns into yeah, water they don't care wash yeah. yeah. like that's the moment where I'm I've like and it's that there's a moment for some people where they're like okay I get what this movie is I'm in but that's the moment for me where I'm like I'm out yeah. like I went Cards into, are one thing, water is another. Like, yeah. I went into the movie not realizing that they had completely taken Isla Fisher out of the film and put a new chick in. And that, when, as the film started, and I was like, "Where is she?" She was like one of the more interesting parts about the first movie. Yeah. And I was like, felt really shortchanged. She's the smart one. And Daniel, she uh, she knew it was bad. Harry Potter being in it was quite funny as well. We need sponsors. We need sponsors so that like just start, we can break start, at the one hour mark. Yeah, you should just start um, putting sponsorship. Audible even separate to do you know that? Deals, do you yeah. know that you can just anyone Trump can Club. be sponsored by Audible because their revenue is based off what you give them. What you give them. So like a channel with one subscriber can get sponsored by Audible because oh, it's, yeah. it's no skin off their nose. Yeah, yeah, because people <laughs> sign up and use the promo code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah definitely check out Audible because Audible's great. Use the promo code. Twit, which is a promo code I know works. <laughs> it's not this podcast promo code, but it's a promo code. <laughs> uh, Warcraft is the next one on our list. What was the subtitle? Was there one? Yeah, yeah, it was like Warcraft the beginning or something. There was a, an official this is subtitle for Warcraft. complete new news to me. What is it, Josh? Don't type in Warcraft subtitle. Just put in Warcraft oh. movie. <laughs> no? I'm sure it had a at least in New Zealand or in some territories that had like a subtitle it was like Warcraft the beginning or something maybe 
the beginning. Yeah, Warcraft. Warcraft the beginning. Yeah, if that doesn't tell you that they want to make more, yeah. um, the rest of the film will. <laughs> I didn't see it. What did you guys think? Anything yeah, you dodged, a, you dodged a big ugly green bullet there. I, yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's probably the biggest film of the year that I didn't see. Um, because I'm just not interested in Warcraft. Mm. Many people said, and this isn't my idea originally, but like, it was either Warcraft or Assassin's Creed. It had to be good. Yeah, it was yeah. going to bring movie. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I saw a great comment on Reddit. It was like, once the video game movie nut is cracked, there's your replacement for superhero movies. Yeah, and it's just not going to happen. It's just, it hasn't happened in the, the 30-something video game movies See, I feel that like come out. When we get a great one, just one one that's like legitimately a good movie, Yeah, I feel like when that happens, people will be like, Oh, that's how you do it, and then they'll all be good from there. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. That doesn't make any sense. But I feel like like someone just needs to get it. But it's the same argument of like, oh, once they crack the nut of like board game movies, we're going to have like thirty great board. Yeah. There's going to be so many properties to develop. And it's mm. like no, and maybe Dungeons and Dragons will be great. Who knows? Because these <laughs> are like totally these are in these are created to do completely different things. Yeah. So why would they work as films? Like. You can take a small... But like, and most great games are based on like trying to replicate gameplay from films anyway. Or like from fantasy mm-hmm. or... You know, like, if Warcraft is... The game was clearly like, right, what kind of elements of like Lord of the Rings and Narnia can we bring into a gameplay yeah. environment? Yeah. Just so... Yeah, it's, it's, I, let games be games and let movies be movies. I think... Well, a lot of movies... Yeah, a lot of, as you're saying, a lot of games are just movies that you can play. Yeah, like so, what is it? The we don't uncharted need, movies yeah, we don't that need are clearly just Indiana movie. Jones movies, yeah, yeah. or like. Yeah, no, I uh, I saw Warcraft, and the first ten minutes, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fun, man! The music's cool. It's like real cool visuals. It's like high fantasy. I'm into high fantasy at the right when it, you know, when mm-hmm. the tone is just right." And then within ten minutes, I was like, "Who's that? Where are we? What's going? Like, what the fuck is going on?" I have, was so lost. Yeah, yeah. From the once the main title hit and it had like cool booming music and it was a real yeah. cool graphic, I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah!" And then just from that point on, I just got. Didn't more I have more to lost. cut out like an hour or something like that? I yeah, there is definitely like an extended version that might one day be a thing or whatever. But they, I think the director said, and this is, and the only reason, the only way you'll ever get the extended cut is if this film is a success. And then, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Thoughts on uh, Warcraft, Josh? It's real weird because uh, what's his name? Preacher uh, Dominic Dominic Cooper. He was so bad. Like the, it's really hard for me to look at an actor in some movie. Like some people like that actor was bad in that movie. Yeah. Like, but like this time I was just like he just he didn't suit it. Yeah. Like, but it's, like especially like I think he just didn't suit the character. Like watching him play Jesse and Preacher. Like. Yeah. He suits that role. Yeah. I feel like he does it quite well. And then, like, in playing Howard Stark and all the Marvel stuff, he's quite good. But, like, just him here, like, he doesn't... He needs to be more of a dirtbag. Mm. Like, he doesn't suit, like, being a king and being all noble. But I'll put that if he's bad, it's because he's in a bad film. Like, yeah. there's no other reason. Yeah, I, I, no I just more think he doesn't suit that character. But, like, it's weird, because I think the effects, like, what they did with the effects were pretty good. But... Yeah. Like, it's real oh, weird, because you have, like, the humans who are, like, real, and obviously quite detailed, mm-hmm. and then you have, like, all the backdrops, which are at some points very obviously green screen, mm-hmm. and then um, you have the orcs, which are in some parts very good, but mm-hmm. still look like video game cutscenes, and they have the walls they ride, which are, like, even worse. <laughs> and then the backgrounds and the orc scenes, which are even worse than that. So you have these different, like, levels of quality that you're watching, and it's very jarring at points. 
And it does one thing I hate that no one seems to register or think about in any movies. Is that there's a really, like, in the middle of, like, a huge battle, two people can stop and talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything else is just silent. Like, this, like if, if we're in the middle of, like, a war... Yeah, man. We're not going to be able to have a face-to-face conversation <laughs> like this. But, and apparently... And then, it's a huge sword fight, so no one else is deciding to attack them while they're not looking either. Yeah. And it's just so, like, jarring, and the, the character motivations were all over the place. Like, the, the movie just seemed to go and go until they were like, oh, we're going to end <laughs> and now? And now we're going to finish yeah. up, yeah. And they had the trouble with the Phantom Menace like had at the end where they were <laughs> like they had this they had a, a huge battle scene going on and they cut to like a completely different scene like they had a huge war they did have some yeah. there that cross cutting sequence and then there. there was like another scene where a wizard was fighting a wizard and another guy was fighting a golem and it was just like they, they tried to cut to it and it didn't work and then there were also two like plot lines there was this one wizard who was going corrupt and then there was also this war mm. and then you're wondering like they're not connected at all. <laughs> like, the, you don't know what's going on. And then at the end, the w- good wizard killed the bad, kills the bad wizard. And the wizard's like, that was like, oh, I guess I'll do something good now. Because apparently my character's changed all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And then he changes the portal in the middle of the battle so the good people can get out so the bad guys come in. And it's just like, it was so like oh crap we have like and the guy dies too and then there's like uh, like the scene like almost yeah, the main ends. character like dies yeah. at the end right or like the human character someone sacrifices Dominic Cooper that I'm getting to that but like that's it. so like it's almost like they finished the wizard storyline and they're like crap that was actually not relevant to the story at all yeah. so like they went, it's almost like they went back the next day and filmed another scene and he's like alright he's lying there dead but he suddenly opens his eyes and now they're glowing blue and he's doing interacting mm. with something in the other scene. Can we ban like, the colours blue and purple from Blockbusters? No, it's just when they shoot up into the sky. Yeah, luminescent yeah. blue and purple. It's, yeah, it was just like... I look so pretty though. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Dominic Cooper's character, he's fighting this battle against the orcs and like... It's, you know, what about in the middle when there was like that real sad plotline with the sun was at war as well and then the sun died. He was like, on the wrong yeah. side of the shield. It was, I'm just bits of this yeah. movie are slowly coming back to me. <laughs> yeah. And so oh, that was so weird. The effects were amazing. Like, the, yeah, like, I think there the, are some legitimately the, good effects. The work, magic yeah. effects are really, really cool. And yeah, so Dominic Cooper's character is fighting this battle, and basically there's a orc who defected to the human side. Yeah. And Dominic Cooper turns to her, and he's he's like, "I know we've been like real good friends. We're fighting this battle, and the battle seems pretty even at that point." Hmm. And he's like, "You've got to kill me." And it's like, yeah, like, like it's just like, just like the whole movie stops and like takes a U-turn. Like, so he's like, you've got to kill you, you, you and Orc who defected to our side has to kill the human leader so there can be peace. Yeah. Shall we like, move? Shall we move past Warcraft? I regret oh. seeing Warcraft. I went to see Warcraft because I was like, oh, I can, I've got, I'm going to the gym at this yeah. time for like a group training thing where it's like I had to be there at that time. I can go to see Warcraft here and then I'll have like 20 minutes yeah, to yeah. get from Warcraft to the gym. And about 30 minutes into Warcraft, I was like, ah, oh, I really, if I was just seeing this movie, I would walk out now, but all that's yeah. going to happen is I'm going to drive home, sit at home for like 10 minutes and then go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. So I may as well just sit here and continue watching the movie. Yeah, yeah. That was how I watched the second half of Warcraft. Um, I just want to briefly, we're moving on from Warcraft now. It's 
Fair enough. The wheel yeah. should. The wheel know. should. We need yeah. to leave it behind. Apparently, us. China hasn't. We might be getting. I kind of liked it. I can't. Part of me kind of liked it. Oh, shut up. No, okay. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just talked for like shit on him like five minutes. And now you're like, oh, oh, there was this one character who's like a bot. Like, he's 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 a weird side character and I don't really know how he ties in at all. Okay. But at the end he comes in on this griffin and like flies in and takes out like 50 orcs and it's super rad, but it's just the 14 year old in me. I don't, <laughs> I don't have much to say about Finding Dory other than I was disappointed that it wasn't as good as Finding Nemo but it still wasn't a bad movie. Which is a real hard thing to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a very Pixar-y type sequel. I thing. thought it felt like a very safe Pixar movie in that it's like better than most movies yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, oh yeah, it's just... Oh, no, nah, although they did do... That whole storyline with basically being the parent of a disabled child was... That is Pixar at its A-game right there. I, I agree. Like, it's just... There's something putting, about... Putting that so beautifully in a movie to yeah. allow people to have those conversations organically with their children yeah. and whatnot. Just brilliant. So, yeah, I'm just, we're not ragging on it. I'm just the going, f- yeah, the it was, worst it thing about good. Finding Dory is that it takes a whole movie and Finding Nemo to get from Great Barrier Reef to, like, Sydney... And then yeah. it takes them five minutes to get from Great Barrier Reef to California and Finding Dory. It, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't really even care about that. One's a road movie. <laughs> um, one's not. That's yeah. The I feel like. But I mean, I'm. I'm just in thinking about it now. I'm realizing how good, how much I actually enjoyed it. But like, you take the Finding Nemo movie. You take the like fun little character quirk of Dory. Yeah. And then you make like seek. Uh, I guess Pixar knows how to make sequels other than Cars too. But like you take that and then you make the entire movie about Dory and her condition, and that is like really well. They pull it off completely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That car chase at the end was hilarious as well. Yeah, and the two seals on the rock were bloody funny. Um, what is a franchise that's not Star Wars that has come back after at least ten years with a movie that's just as good? if not better because um, like Zoolander was bad yeah Zoolander's not going to be the answer Finding Dory you said Returns still wasn't franchise. as good I don't uh, know if there has been one to be honest yeah uh, James Bond but they didn't go for 10 years they went for 8 it never stopped as but well. it's like it, it was disappeared oh, for 8 it, it years was a reboot it was a reboot I'm talking about like a sequel a continuation huh. yeah never then I guess yeah never Oh, like Star Trek kind of had a continuation. Well, it was like that legacy handoff. Maybe movie. it was Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> nope. Nothing Should to say other than it was bad. We're talking about disappointment. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pointing movies. Don't think anyone expected that to be good. So let's... I expected it to be better than it was and it was, again, so boring. By the time I got to the third act, I was like, hurry up and finish. Uh, The Legend of Tarzan. Josh? I love this movie (laughs) so much. Like, I... Like, the Tarzan animated movie is, like, one of my favourite movies ever. Yeah. Like, I freaking watched the hell out of that as a kid. Like, it was so good. And but this wasn't even like an adaptation but, of that because like, Tarzan's public. But domain. like I know, but like I still, mm. I, I I think like Christoph Waltz, he was good, but like he's just Christoph Waltz, right? Like he was you ta- mm-hmm. you co- copy and paste his character for Inspector, right? And mm-hmm. it's like 
alright and like I just like the I think over, overall the effects were pretty like they were like of course you, sometimes you could tell it was CG oh, I thought they were pretty average <laughs> it didn't like I, I don't feel like it was it, CGI can be obvious but not bad and I feel like I found that at some points but I thought the way they tied the story together in the end it wrapped up really nicely like you, there's at the start of the movie there's this tribe leader who's trying to find Tarzan yeah and because Christoph Waltz needs to get diamonds off him so Christoph Waltz goes to find Tarzan <laughs> and then you find out the reason the guy wants to kill Tarzan is because that guy's Tarzan killed his son you find yeah. that out halfway through the movie and at the end of the movie you find out that that guy's son Tarzan killed that guy's son because that guy's son killed Tarzan. I don't know if this works mother. for a podcast, Josh. Just yeah. <laughs> detailing yeah. the plot of a movie. But like, I like just like stuff like that I felt like tied together really nicely, and I didn't mind Margot Robbie, which is it's kind of strange. Oh, I never mind Margot Robbie. Mind I don't. Robbie. A lot of things I don't like her, but we'll get to that. Um, oh, what but, did we begin? Yeah. Oh, like Margot Robbie. But yeah, oh. like I. I I don't know, I watched it this morning, and I had the time of my life, and I loved it. <laughs> what the hell, you watched it this morning? <laughs> Not for the first time, no? Yes. Um, yeah, for the first time. Um, <laughs> and it's your favourite movie of the year. I, I I what a morning so. you've had. I think so. I like. I legitimately loved it. I think Sam, Samuel, Samuel Jackson... Oh, that's right, yeah. Like, I, ha- I haven't seen him play a character that I've actually... Oh, him like, running after Tarzan yeah. and trying to keep yeah. up was really cool, yeah. I like, I like legitimately really liked him, and I haven't had that in, in a character of his for a while now. And it turns out, like, he name drops as the full name of his character at the end of the movie. And turns out he was a legitimate guy in history who did, like, the what he does in the movie. Okay. Is Tarzan real? <laughs> no. I, I, so I've got, there's three things. That I'll start with the positive, which is that then, like, the start of Tarzan, I was like, oh, this is really cool that this is not an origin story. And it's mm. like a son of, it's like a sequel to Tarzan, but we never got the first one. So we're like... We're getting the Tarzan character, but we're getting, like... Yeah. You know, it was a standalone movie, but it was, like... Yeah, it was, like, Tarzan, but not Tarzan. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. I mean, it kind of didn't do anything with that that made me particularly like it, but it was... I thought it was cool to get from the get-go that it yeah. wasn't the origin. The... You say the effects were good. Well, I guess I didn't really complain about the effects so much as, like, how stupid that sequence where they take the vines to get on the train. That, like, that how, was probably, like... like who uh, was watching yeah. that and didn't instantly think, that's just not how the world works? Like, that physics and... You, like you don't yeah. get on a vine and it just like carries you That's forward fair. continuously. And then the other one is the film was weirdly bloodless. Like any time there were mm, fights, there's like the bit where like the um, ape is like hitting him and stuff, and all of the hits are happening off screen, so you don't yeah. see them. Mm. And it was just the weirdest experience of like because there were people that got shot as well, right? There was like, yeah. It, but the film was just like weirdly sanitized to the point that I felt like everything that was actually happening was just off screen so that the film got like a good rating or something. Yeah. It's just a really weird like technical thing that I could not get past. The BFG, I feel disappointed a lot of people. Yeah, just wasn't a... I didn't see it. Like, come on, like Spielberg and Spielberg, John Williams yeah. a and like a whole bunch of good collaborators. Just not very good. Um, Ghostbusters <laughs> was disappointing in the sense that it wasn't terrible. <laughs> like, it wasn't I like, it to be... so bad that... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd basically forgotten that Ghostbusters was a thing from this year until you brought it up, but... 
That's a good Man, Sony, of Ghostbusters. Sony was so banking on Ghostbusters being a huge thing as well, and it just... It was the biggest thing at the time, and now no one talks about it anymore. I feel like Sony also gave Ghostbusters, like, an additional 50 million to be like, we want you to make this be, like, a reference-quality Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, because yeah. some of the visuals... Some of the <laughs> visuals at the end, like, the... It's so... Like, and when I say reference-quality, it's like, we want to package this thing with 4K TVs. Like, yeah. the film is so yeah, crazy sharp and, like, yeah, colourful. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's, again, it's like... No, to me, the most enjoyable part about Ghostbusters was the lady Ghostbusters dynamic. Like, yeah. the dif- the difference that they made, the freshness that they brought the whole film. Because it was an incredibly stale, boring... Like, let's make references yeah. and callbacks to, a, to Ghostbusters. Yeah. The fact that they... The fact that the film has the logo Ghostbusters character yeah. as the giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man in its yeah. final act... It, uh, is like who thought that was a good idea so and the cameos Richard, Richard and I cameos. talked about this on Film Franchise Fortnights um, and our main the main takeaway I got from that was don't make it a Ghostbusters movie choose a different monster base yeah, it around suppose, that have a, have yeah. a four, four woman gal pal kind of that's wrong. the yeah but you just don't give them a dog and make it a Scooby Doo movie <laughs> like um Star Trek Beyond like, no, the, the weird it's, no. a million people have said this about <laughs> but the weirdest thing about the Ghostbusters film is that they tried to pretend like it was a continuation of the franchise yeah, yeah. when it wasn't yeah. the first trailer so, so even confused. starts saying yeah. 25 years ago it's so bizarre and like that was only gonna piss yeah. people off and it doesn't help the film at all I have legitimately no investment in Ghostbusters whatsoever so I just did I not vaguely care remember bits, bits of it being funny, especially um, Chris Hemsworth moment. The, like the, basically the anti-man yeah. stuff was I thought was all really funny. Yeah. Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. Good, good reviews. A lot of people saying yeah. it's best. Best. It didn't sort of... didn't do it for me, but um, yeah. some good music moments. That yeah, bit yeah. where the Enterprise goes into was it Yorktown or something town for the first time that was really cool. But I thought like it was like it, it felt like I I I haven't seen any other Star Trek apart from the. New, new ones I yeah. think I've seen one of the old ones but like I sort of again don't have much investment and I really like the other two I even like the second one a lot yeah. even though a lot of people don't I think it, I think it's again it may just be a scale thing I prefer movies a bigger scale whereas this one felt quite safe to me which I get after the last one and mm. I was oddly excited to see Idris Elba because I love that guy and like I had just finished watching um Luther before I saw this movie as well, so I yeah. was like, gosh, you know, I'm on a Ninja Salva hype train right now. And then, like, you see him once, and the other times he's just a weird, like, CG makeup monster, and I'm like, I don't... Yeah, and then, oh, I don't know. I, I guess it was quite paint-by-numbers, I'd say, yeah. but I, I, I still... I think it was fun, but not yeah. enough for me. Interesting that you call it safe, because I feel like... They it was admirable that they kind of went for a, like a simpler, more toned yeah. down film, but in a lot of ways they didn't go simple. They didn't tone it down and make it simple enough. Like they could have, you know, made it less of a blockbuster even more and made it about like a cool science fiction concept that they explored. But it was still like generic enough that you have a, you finish up with a big like save the city kind of fight or whatever yeah. there. Um, the absolute highlight though was when they played the music and blowed up all the ships that was really cool yeah that was dope and then they but they were acting like it was classical music <laughs> that yeah I still yeah. think the CGI cool and the mo- uh, like the, all the trailer shots of the motorbike scene was like this is good. the dirt bike scene is like this is yeah. really cool and the whole thing was just CGI that, what about that shot where like, like the um, it was like a locked on shot from like the repulsive engine or whatever when it goes into warp like there were a whole bunch of really cool yeah. like visual moments that just 
yeah. worked, but overall just kind of felt like, meh, take it or leave it. So, a movie so disappointing that I didn't even see it, um, even though I really wanted to. Batman The Killing Joke got um, probably the worst reviews yeah. to um, I feel like hype we, ratio. We all saw that, that gif of Batgirl screwing Batman, and we're like, mm, don't need to see Does that, that happen in it? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen see, it. See, the, they... The whole, like... It's basically the second... The, mm, the second half is just the killing joke. Yeah, yeah. And the first this. half is like a weird like cat and mouse romance between Batman and Batgirl. And then they have sex. And then it goes into the killing joke. So, so it's... It's... And it doesn't become like... It becomes Batman getting... Like when he... The ambiguous did he kill him or not at the end. Yeah. Which I feel like is a lot more... Uh, works in a comic book it works in a comic book cause, but like in the movie it's quite obvious that he killed him okay and it becomes like a he cause and it, it's almost more implied that Joker actually raped her as well right so it's like Batman getting back it's just and, adding, like, yeah. adding to an already perfect recipe <laughs> yeah to make it longer just I think yeah the killing joke um, is probably the best graphic novel I've ever read and to find out yeah. what they did with the movie is pretty disappointing. And I'd love to see it mm. adapted verbatim, but with better, like, animation, the animation looked real crap. See, even just directly adapting it, like, it'd just be 40 minutes, and yeah. I think it was better, like, like it was basically shot for shot from the comics, and I thought yeah. it was kind of bad, like that. Um, just quickly, Nerve was a movie that came out this year that I went to an advanced press screening of, because I wound up there. And actually thought it was all right. Not the, a, the opposite of a disappointment. Dave movie. Franco. Dave Franco, yeah. Emma Roberts, um, movie about like an app that that people dare you to do stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. But well, it wasn't pretty good. But it was. It, it had some really really good moments and really fun moments. Um, all right. Did you see Neon Demon? No, I didn't. I've heard good things about that. Here it is, guys. <laughs> Probably the biggest conversation of this podcast. What over an hour and twenty minutes or so in. The big tease. Suicide Squad. Rogue One was a better Suicide Squad than <laughs> Suicide Squad was... Well, was some kind of Suicide All right. Squad. I have one good thing to say about this. Okay. So, in the scene where Harley Quinn falls into the, the chemical vat, yep. which is at Ace Chemicals, which is where the Joker did his... So, like, that's interesting. But you know how, like, her pink, ta- pink tails are... Um, one's pink and one's uh, blue... blue? It's because when they're in the water, you can see their shirts are like um, melting. Off. Yeah, those visuals are away. Yeah. So, uh, but she's she, he's wearing a pink, a red shirt, and she's wearing a blue one. So the color of her hair are from like it's from the their clothes um, deteriorating in the acid. Yeah. You think that's real cool? I thought. I thought. <laughs> I, thought like, I was like, that's kind and of actually. And that's about, all we have like, to say about so what, about the, what about the flash? Like the flash memory of like her with the Joker and the jo- and Jared that was like normal looking and they've got a baby very that very existed, heartbreaking that existed in the movie very heartbreaking scene that I admire the spirit of but not the but they didn't pull it off um I, I like it was weird seeing like oh it's Joker 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 oh right <laughs> it's normal Jer- well, normal Jared Leto yeah yeah or as I call him Jared Leto <laughs> um <laughs> Suicide Squad was probably the most disappointing movie of the year only like yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt some people by saying this I think that Batman v Superman was worse no. a worse movie and I'm sorry that's what we don't have to no, talk about no it. Way. I think Batman v Superman was worse but I expected it to be bad 
Whereas I was looking forward... And you've got to say, I hate Jared Leto. I hate him. Yeah. And I was looking forward to Suicide Squad. And it came out, and I didn't even hate it that much. But because it was so... You know, compared to what I was hoping for it... Um, and you're right, Rogue One's a better Suicide Squad. Rogue One does a way better job of balancing an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. It does a way better job of making you care for these people. Like, well, it's also just not like a weird jukebox montage mashup. That, yeah. Was Su- Suicide Squad where the bow break and everyone was like, oh, this has been a bad year for movies. I- I've heard that, I don't know if it's been confirmed or whatever, but I heard that the, the director turned in a cut of Suicide Squad and a company that makes trailers turned in a version of Suicide yeah. Squad where they, that's where they got all the music from and that the final film was just a result of different scenes from each of those yeah, cuts. probably. Which basically explains why it has like no clear tone and it's just all over the And in the first like 10 minutes you get like six different songs. Yeah. The first, the first, and that's so strange. The first like half an hour of Suicide Squad is the same scene three times. Mm. It's establishing the same thing three times in three different ways. Because it's like, you meet two of the characters, then you hear two of the characters being talked about, then you hear two, like all I, the characters I really, I really think that Suicide Squad could have been a good... Like, there's probably a completely different version of Suicide Squad out there without all of the comedy-based yeah. reshoots. You could re-edit that movie into a good movie. Well, you'd need the other material, yeah. I reckon. But, like, David Ayer did Fury last year, and Fury was like... I thought Fury was a really cool movie. Like, the tank battles were cool. The, like, just the, the squad dynamic was decent. Yeah, sure. I think that showed that he could have made that movie. Here's, okay, I, f- I feel gonna, like they just the I'm studio quote, panicked and they were like, "We've got to make this a fun." I'm going to quote another YouTuber I follow here. His name is Ryan. You can watch him on Ryan's Theory. He did a real good video essay on Suicide Squad, and he had this great point about how um, David Ayer is a good director, but he's not a stylistic director. And yeah. if there's ever a movie that needed style, it's Suicide Squad. Zack Snyder right. should have made Suicide. Squad. I agreed. Zack Snyder would have made a dope Suicide Squad. Because he, he can do ensemble. Good... He's, he's shown that with Watchmen. Oh my gosh. Zach, they did the wrong movies. Yeah, yeah they should have switched but movies. But I don't think David Ayer would have been the right guy to make Batman vs. Superman. Have you right. seen... I still feel like Zack Snyder... Because jumping back to Batman vs. Superman real quickly, well, I do feel like they actually captured the tone of The Dark Knight Returns in several sequences. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it feels like he got the tone right. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen End of Watch? No. No. It's... it's that's David Ayer as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, it's... Well, he can make crime movies. It's, it's, it's kind of like found footage It's like... Uh, but it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena and their cops. And, like, it's probably one, like, one of the most intense, like, screwed-me-up movies I've ever seen. Okay. And it was amazing. And then I realised it was the same guy directing Suicide Squad. And I lost my mind because I'm like, mm. this is going to be amazing. And... Oh, and he's yeah. just he's just been I'm announced sure for there's... directing Goth- Sirens of Gotham or whatever Gotham City Sirens oh, what is that? it's like a, it's yeah. the female villains movie oh no so, um, how terrible right. Poison Ivy Pick, and... wait the, the initial reaction to Suicide Squad was that it was good right like, it, no. it sold well didn't it, it no did they... it, it got it was like a bomb dropped but the re- wasn't the reaction that it was better than Superman Batman vs Superman I don't remember but I remember I remember Richard messaging me and going oi Apparently it's Suicide Squad's crap. Yeah, it's, it's happening again. That's I mean, that was like. my favourite. That was what I was hoping for. I was like, oh, I hope it's as bad. Um, I'm, I'm happy to move on. I just no, want to say I, one more thing. I have a lot more to say. Okay, I've, 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 I've got one more well. point to, to say about Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, I, wanna, I, want, I want you to believe me. I didn't go into this going, I want him to be bad. Okay? I'm, I'm going to say that. I, yeah. I don't like him. I think he's a horrible actor. <laughs> but I didn't go into Suicide Squad thinking he was going to be a bad joker. But he was. He was. He, I didn't like it. <laughs> Um, I think 
Yeah, there's just something. Oh man, who gives a shit about re- redoing the Joker? Yeah. God damn it! There was there was that scene where he's lying in his like little yeah, little yeah. snow snow and butterfly. Like, ah, yeah, ah, ah. <laughs> no one in the world laughs like that. No one in the world it's laughs like that. Such a flashy performance. Yeah, it's yeah, so it's so it's so obvious and gawky and like yeah yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so bad and like we. And you do not need to go method to portray the Joker. That yeah. is just so stupid. Oh my gosh, I hate Jared Leto. The, and the, the Joker sex crime rubbish life. that he did to his co-stars just is so unexplainable. Um, and his, the character has no real... Isn't... It makes no... Like, his part in the film is completely pointless. Yeah. And coming off, like, you're the first Joker after Heath Ledger, mate. Mm, okay, yeah. here's what you need to do. Here's what... And this is my legit idea that I've been saving for this podcast that I was talking about with my friends the other day and we are like, holy shit, mm. this is a good idea. Recast him. Guess who you're recasting him as? Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Wait, what do you mean? Yes. Oh, like Recast the Joker the as yeah, Macaulay yeah. Culkin. Because he's in... He looks kind of like Jared Leto <laughs> now. And have you seen the um, that little web, web episode he did of Drivers where he played... Oh, yeah. He reprised his role as Kevin from... Home Alone, and he's basically like a torturer now. <laughs> awesome role. Oh, really? Should play the Joker. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you have a picture of... Um, no, no. How are they going to do... This is what they're... Like, I feel like... That's what they were, that's what they were aiming for. The, the new, Joker? The new 52 Joker, where he's got okay. like the shaved sides. Right, right, right. What? I don't get why... Yeah. I don't get why... Joker they're... doesn't care about fashion. Like... No. <laughs> well, but I don't understand why they're doing the Joker and Batman, but at the end of their careers, like how they, where do they go from there mm. with these characters? Like they've again, it's this implied knowledge of you understand all of Batman's deep and nerdy history with the Joker. Like yeah. most people don't get all mm. of that history that you're doing with where like where the Joker killed Robin. Are we going to see that movie at some point? And that's weird if we do get it as a prequel. Yeah. Well, this 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 what is my is, biggest. What is the game plan with the Joker? This is the biggest tragedy of, of of DC, right? It's like Jared Leto and all his like cocky interviews, like, oh yeah, I really gave a lot to the character, and they they maybe used you could you could make even a full Joker movie out, out of, of what just I the material. And it's like I'm not opposed to a full Joker movie, but I'd either want to see Brian Azzarello's Joker graphic novel yeah. or The Killing Joke or Death in the Family, but I do not want to see Jared Leto playing that Joker. <laughs> Have you, have you read Joker, the novel? The graphic no, novel? No. Can I tell you what happens in the end? Sure. So the whole book's about the Joker. Like, he just gets released from Arkham for some reason, or he escapes or something. And it's it's like a mafia kind of feel. It's him going... He looks very much like Heath Ledger's mm-hmm. Joker. Um, and he's going around to all the different um, criminals in Gotham. And right at the end, Batman turns up. And he, he's going crazy at Batman. And he's like, you wear this mask because you want your secret identity. Da, 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 da. But you have this little window around your mouth where we can see your flesh. Why do you do it? Why do you give us that little window? It's so pointless. And Batman's only line in the graphic novel is, to mock you. And it's so like, <laughs> he's like, why do you do this? He's like, yeah. to mock you. And it's so badass. But I do not want to see Jared Leto do that role. Because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he, yeah. He, <laughs> like... With uh, I feel like he 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 nails it more the uh, crime boss. Mm. I believe him more as a crime boss than I would as the Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, yeah. In mm. the sense that like uh, Heath Ledger was more of like a wild card. Like he just killed anyone. He he's a, with. He, does he look like a guy with a yeah. plan? Yeah, yeah, but like Jared Leto, you can see him as the kind of guy that would have like goons mm. yeah. to like and do he's his a man dirty with plan and, Yeah. 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 Whereas you can Heath, see him pulling yeah. off a bank heist. Yeah, whereas Heath Ledger nailed like a better character. 
Yeah, and I just well, want to say because well, they took the Joker as like a starting point and then went and completely did their yeah. own thing with it. To those who say I'm just a Jared Leto hater, he's just been cast as Andy Warhol in the biopic, which is probably the best casting I've ever heard in my life. Like those two are pretty yeah. much identical in their pretentiousness. <laughs> so Andy Warhol painted a bit like Campbell's paint, can, the Campbell's <laughs> yeah, suit yeah, yeah. can. He's a painter. Yeah, right. We'll talk about that. He's painted from the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big, big time. That's great casting. Yeah. All for it. Jared Leto, not a good Joker. I predicted it. 2014 there's a Cole Popcher video <laughs> Jared Leto will ruin Suicide Squad okay what are the positive I've okay, got two he didn't okay also he the <laughs> too many helicopters went down yeah like in the beginning they, like they're coming into the city they get shot at from what <laughs> like the bullets shoot the helicopter and they go down and it's yeah. like the, it's, and then so they crash and then there's a second helicopter that crashes yeah I thought, was it the one that was... There was another one. Yeah, Joker's uh, helicopter goes down. Oh no, different one. Yeah, no, there's a one, there's a second one. Maybe, I watched, I think I watched the extended car as well. Oh, yeah, more helicopters going down. And then, and then it comes up to the point where uh, Harley and Joker are in the helicopter. And then it goes down and I'm like... It was just so yeah. like, that like, so the, really? they did the... Ex- and then he, he, like, that crashes... Like, that's full on... Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, no one survives that. No one survives that. It's, that's from my habit. Batman swooped when, in to save the yeah. Joker? No, no. <laughs> when it creeped out. Yeah, like, and, like, and, like, you, I don't kill anyone, but you win. Yeah, <laughs> save the Joker. And, yeah, and then, Doesn't save Ra's al Ghul, so the Joker. She, yeah, she jumps out, lands on a building. I, I, I don't get how she survives, because that was going real fast, but like, okay. And then it full-on crashes and explodes. So, and then he shows up later on, and I'm just So, like, positives about Suicide Squad. The, oh, this isn't necessarily positive, I'm just trying to clarify something. The only thing that Joker adds or brings to the film is so that when they think he's... When Harley Quinn thinks he's died, she can be a good guy for a little bit. Yeah. That yeah. Is the, that's his entire like reason for He should have been the villain. Right? He should have been the, I don't think he should have been the villain, but like, can you imagine if, if the Suicide Squad were like on a mission to do a thing, and that's like the point of the film? Because also, why is the climax of Suicide Squad bigger and more earth-shattering than the climax of Batman vs Superman? That just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, or like it goes from zero to a hundred, like yeah. way faster than any other DC movie we've seen so far. Yeah. Um, but can you imagine if this, the plot of the film was way more simplified, like it probably should have been, and it was just... The Suicide Squad are on, like, an extraction-type mission or whatever, and they've just got a job to do. And then separate to that, the Joker has, like, an entirely different plan that just, like, crashes through the side of the movie. Yeah. And they've never told you about the Joker being in the film prior. They, that, and do you know was, what? That's it. Yeah, Don't tell that, me the Joker's the movie, in the movie. right? The, yeah, and just have and him come in and, like, and fuck everything up for our characters. Yeah. And he be is his own wild card, and he, like, pulls Harley Quinn out. And then, Imagine if you recut and kind of is out of the film. Imagine if you recut Suicide Squad, and the only scene with the Joker is the one where he breaks Harley out of prison at the end. Yeah. That'd yeah, be exciting. Well, yeah. um, th- okay, my positive thing to say about Suicide Squad is I, I thought it was positive that once the film started unfolding, the actual plot was a complete surprise. It was like, oh, I thought... Enchantress was a member of the Suicide yeah, Squad yeah. she's actually turning out to be the villain yeah. but then the fact that it's like we've got gods and whatnot, it's like it, it just went from 0 to 100 why is Harley faster Quinn, than anything else that would happen in why DC is Harley Quinn who's point. just a criminal being sent in with like a guy who can turn into fire and things okay. like that yeah she's got a baseball bat I, it was just the Philly. but maybe it was just because of the car I watched because of the extended cut but like <laughs> they just they, okay. they broke into the city just to save their boss I didn't like I, like that twist wasn't like a oh, here's a cool twist. Like, you didn't see that coming. It's like, 
Mm. I legitimately didn't see that coming. It because it fucking sense. didn't make any sense. <laughs> like, there, okay, there, like, it, she wasn't even noticeably absent from the film. It, like, see, yeah. they they completely set up as, okay, the city's getting attacked. Launch the Suicide Squad, because that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah well, and, don't like, call Batman or any of the other yeah. like, superheroes. Yeah, so they yeah. go... Where would, Batman should be there. Like, yeah. the world is Well, the ending. whole point is that they don't want people... Well, Batman's not um, caught. Batman's not owned by anyone. No, but Batman he is the go kind of guy that is like, holy yeah. shit, what's going on? I'll be yeah, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's why yeah. That's why the Suicide Squad should never be tackling things that are like for the actual Justice League. It, should have, it shouldn't have been they a magical should be on a basic mission. It, sh- it should have been a yeah. grounded They should not be villain. up against yeah. a blockbuster end of the world type yeah. scenario. See, see, when you think about it, it makes mission. sense that they were... They, the Enchanted thing was completely separate from them. They were going to rescue yeah, Amanda right. Waller because... Um, Reasons. Because, because, like, yeah, because she was there. Who knows? But it was so, like, it wasn't explained enough. So, like, they want, like, it was like, they were like, okay, they're going to rescue, they're going to stop Enchantress. I like the And then they, they went off to do the other thing, and it was like, so now, just because, of, like, just because they're there, I guess we'll go take, we'll go sort that out too. And then I feel like the movie would have worked better. If they got, if they went and rescued Amanda Waller, and then they got to the Enchantress, and then Batman, Wonder Woman, and the Flash are all there, and they're like, "Cool, sorted." <laughs> like, you know, like I feel like, cause, like, I, I kind of hate the complaint in movies where it's like an Iron Man, where was Captain America not helping him? Like, I, a lot yeah. of the time, I feel like, okay, it's fine. Like, it's, in Marvel, it works, I guess. Because I, I can rationalize that in my head, but legitimately in this, like, mm. they were like. There was a god, like, there. Yeah. And then... Bigger than anything yeah. that tackled in the previous movies. And then, just... And the whole... Like, noticeably, there was just no citizens in the city as well. <laughs> so they were obviously trying to, like, get around that. But, like, it, it was just, like... Like, so people would have known. Like, they weren't... They were probably trying to contain it. But, like... No, like, Batman should have been there. Like... Yeah, where was Batman? He yeah. actually should have been there. Um, And also... What was the um the villain's name? The Encha- either Enchantress. No, yeah, the, the like... other guy. What other guy? The big like the actual like her brother. Yeah. I didn't remember there was. And didn't they end up just killing the brother name's... with a grenade? Uh, okay, I want to get to that. Didn't they basically? I want to get. I got to figure out say that it was Incubus. But is oh, that yeah. ever? Is that? I don't. It's not memorable. At all, yeah. No. What like, about with the bit where the girl was like dancing while she was walking? That was dumb. <laughs> Um, but also, so freaking Diablo, who was my favorite character, he was cool, yeah. Um, he, it was. I feel like killing him was kind of dumb as well because they, sh- oh, they, kill him they had this cool character. Didn't he, he turned into a fireman at one point. Yeah, yeah. but like he wrecked that guy. Oh, like he was tearing him apart, and then he dies, and then oh, a tiny little grenade kills him. I was just yeah. about like the ending's so stupid. Oh. There, okay. what, was there not? There was a sequence where Amanda Waller was like shooting a guy, and she was like around a hell of crash helicopter, wasn't she? Yeah, that was a cool moment, like a middle-aged black woman fighting, holding her own yeah. in like a superhero yeah. movie. That was like the legitimate highlight of the film for me. They yeah. nailed it. At least they, like, it was like different, yeah. and new, and interesting. But in catch. terms of character. Characters, her and Jai Courtney were the uh, yeah. Jai, Jai, were the two this. characters. But all of Jai like Courtney's Deadpool the, the, inspired the, the, spin-off yeah, the, jokes. The, the, the oh. catch twenty two of Suicide Squad is they managed to make 
the genius casting of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn kind of average and the awful casting of Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang my favourite part of the yeah. movie I loved him man I want to see more Jai Courtney Captain Boomerang yeah. and I, I hate we'll Jai Courtney almost as much as I hate you know your movie's bad when Jai Courtney is the best part yeah 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 like and I love like the part where he gets out of the like they just bring him in in a potato sack yeah. throw him on the ground he tears his way out and then just punches someone in yeah. the face and doesn't it ask is so funny man. and he's just drinking yeah. beer the whole time and then contrast that to Slipknot where he gets out of a car and punches a woman in the face yeah, yeah. and that's all he and then he Oh, is he the one who died? He's the one yeah. that's died. The yeah. one that they just they, they, one, they actually make him a villain by having him punch out a woman at the start. Like Will Smith is playing Will Smith the entire time as well. Traditionally, oh, we haven't even talked about he, it. the Deadpool hood on for like two seconds. And I would almost say that was worse casting than Jared Leto. Yeah, in terms like, of like it doesn't. No, I, no, I can, yeah, because I can yeah. see the allure of casting Jared Leto as the Joker yeah. for sure. But like, <laughs> it might just be because I like. I, I, for some reason, don't ask why, I still watch, like, Flash and Arrow and all that. I'm probably the only person. But, like, the dead... They killed the dead shot that was an Arrow because they were like, we can't have two, so we're going to have the guy and so we're going to have Will Smith and Suicide Squad. I thought that was also kind of Will Smith being like, I want to be be dead shot. But, like... That's the film they made. They put Will Smith and Suicide Squad. Yeah. But, like... (laughs) They didn't put Deadpool and Suicide Squad. But it's such a... The TV dead shot was better than... Yeah, Yeah, probably. He was so bad. Like, it wasn't even that Will Smith was bad. Like, he like he, he did as well as he could. Except for he's like, what are we? Some kind of... What, are we? Some what are we? Some kind of... I want that to oh, be... Like, what about that whole sequence where he's like, look, they gave him a loaded gun. He's like, woo! He's like doing all of the Will Smith stuff. It's just like, yeah, it's funny because it's Will Smith, yeah. but it's not really like adding to the... He wasn't even believable as a bad guy either. Cause he what has... happened to you, Will Smith? You used to be cool. I, Robot? And he should have just shot Batman as well. Like... Yeah. He was a good guy the entire film, which pissed me off. Shall we? Okay. Shall we yeah. Shall we slink on over? He, to se- he movie? seems like they tried to play him as a bad guy, <laughs> a good guy in a bad situation. Yeah. Like just, he's oh. like a oh, I've, which you yeah. know was Will Smith's Come assistant. On. Bad yeah. guys don't but, work in movies. But the bad guy is. part of it was so like like you didn't believe they were <laughs> compelled to do anything. Yeah. yeah, the the fact that yeah. he had that like scenes with his daughter at the start that just felt like Will Smith insisted that yeah. those scenes were in the movie. Yeah. All right, let's Suicide Squad probably the worst one of the year. Um, let's move on yeah, to a little indie film called Sausage Party. I thought Sausage Party had a lot of potential and was okay. Yeah, don't know if I was disappointed. A podcast that. I listened to. They were like going through the movies that were coming out next year, just like it's, it's at the start of this year to be like, oh, what's coming out? And they went through the movies and they came across Sausage Party and they were like, what? And then they like read it out. It's like, oh, Seth Rogen, it's the bro pack. Yeah. And they're like, you know, and this, and then they're like, this can't be a real movie. Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. you pitch that movie, it's like, it can't be a real movie. I mean, it was about to happen sooner or later. But it is. Um, I, the I only thing, I, the, it, yeah. the main thing I really disliked about Sausage Party was that it, the ending where they discover their cartoons. It's like just discovering what? your food is... Have you seen it? No. Okay, so at the ending of Sausage Party, the whole movie is them realising that food is e- eaten and there's no heaven, right? Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, the like Indian cheese or whatever he is, he goes like, by the way, you're not actually food. You're actually cartoons and you're in a movie. That's right, yeah. yeah. I've forgotten about that. And you're, that but when you say and, the ending, that's like the last two yeah, minutes yeah. of the film. Like it, Frank, it's you're really played by a guy a named Seth Rogen. 
and Bagel. You're played by someone named no, Edward Norton. That's where that film had to go. But you're already fine having them be food. Yeah, I feel like you're ruining it by being you like... You closed off on the food orgy. Yeah, yeah just closed fine. off on the food orgy, which was... Yeah, Woo! yeah, that bit about... Yeah. Woo! No, but that, that's like, it's like the last five minutes. So yeah, the, but that's what it, I'm saying. It ruined it for me. I was um, like... Fair enough, yeah. I, it took me a long... I basically really enjoyed the movie. I think it actually makes my top ten list. But... Um, <laughs> It took me a while to warm up to the film because, like, yeah. the opening number with the musical, like, the, it just felt really, really cheap. And then the the initial line of jokes for the first like twenty minutes just felt really like, okay, we get it. This is really yeah. It's just all this like really cheap, easy kind of sex comedy stuff. And then it started to develop its own sort of twisted yeah. line of comedy where you had like. Um, like the the douche character, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought was hilarious, but yeah, then, it was great. It was especially the best when I don't know. For me, the best part was when they were in the guy's house who was doing bath salts, yeah. and he started communicating with them. Yeah, I was like, oh man, this film is it's going clever. to all of the weird places that I just never even. Did you watch the trailers go. for it? I did not. Okay, and that's why you like. Man, the movie, did I have a good like that sequence where the chopping cart tips over and it became a like Saving Private Ryan yeah. style beach throwback. I that was, was in the trailer. The, and the, and the, the pizza or whatever was like standing there with its face and its hands yeah, yeah. and shit. I the was, Oreo picking up his back. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was like the can of spaghetti being like, Mama. Yeah. Oh man, I was like screaming with laughter. I, dude, when like, I saw that in the trailer. I haven't laughed at a movie theatre. Yeah. But I think there's laughing at it in the trailer and then laughing at it in the context of the film. I know, was I agree. so I wish, funny. I would have, if I didn't see the and trailer. And all of these strokes from the film, yeah. trailer, of course. If I didn't see the trailer, I would have loved Sausage yeah. Party. But, they, but and I man, watched I the trailer a few times and like the, the, the part where they're getting, like the characters are getting chopped up. My goodness, that's 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 AJ's sense of humour to yeah, a T. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't find it funny because I'd seen it all. Already. And it was it just the way that you could like you were you were with the characters and then seeing them get like uh, there was like a tomato being grated or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just like so horrific, and I just loved how sick and twisted it was. I'm yeah. gonna watch it again soon, I reckon, because yeah, I thought it was funny. From one animated movie to the other, Kubo and the Two Strings, Kubo. I guess, I guess you could, I could say this is legitimately a disappointing movie for me because okay. I went into it with these expectations of I'm gonna love this movie. Yeah. And I liked it, but it didn't do anything special for me. Where I just I think I just went in with this ex- <clears throat> I'd heard things where it's like this was going to make your top ten list. You are going to like this is the it was this, this is the gem of the year. It was yeah, it was Kubo, Nice Guys and Popstar that were like right. watch these movies, support support original movies. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed like uh, the look of the whole film was beautiful and like um, the like those the night the night sisters or whatever were, I haven't like, seen re- it, oh I haven't seen it oh there's yeah there's some really cool designs and creepy just like cool moments cool. but just the overall story just left me kind of cold. War Dogs didn't see it didn't see it. Um, it's pitched as like a uh, like another like bro pack movie you know like it's. Yeah. Jonah Hill and Miles Teller oh, and they're running one, yeah. guns and it's like funny mm-hmm. funny funny yeah. and the second half of the mo- like it's that for the first half of the movie and the second half just gets real dark and like Jonah Hill goes like crazy with money and then Miles Teller's like nah don't and then they get in a fight <laughs> and then like um, Miles Teller like turns in evidence to the authorities because they've been you know doing dodgy stuff and then they go to prison and then Jonah Hill punches them in an elevator and then all right. It turns out it was a true story, and it's like it was, it's, oh, it's. We're on. We're on the dumb. home stretch it's now. Dumb. It's dumb. I hate it. Uh, yoga hoses. Didn't see it. 
I caught it on uh, Netflix a couple of days ago. What is it? What? And Yoga Hoses. Kevin get, Smith's new film? Like, yeah, Kevin Smith's been making bad movies for the last wee while. Like, Red, oh, have you seen Red State? No. Red State's really... You should watch Red State. Okay. I'd be interested to hear what you think about it as okay. well. I want to watch Tusk, uh, but I'm too scared. Tusk was shit. Tusk, no, but Tusk is shit, but it's clearly got, like, stuff in... Like, it was a, a good idea. There's a nugget of an idea there that works, and then they just, like... Uh, Padded it out with Johnny Depp. Yeah, once you put Johnny Depp in, it just completely ruins it. But, like, Tusk has got cool stuff happening, and it's kind of yeah. like... Kevin Smith at his best is, like, good dialogue between characters, yeah, yeah. and it's... Um, especially once you've seen Red State. Like Red State is... I, I almost think Red State's like his best movie. Okay. But, although probably Dogma is his best movie. Right. Um, but Yoga Hoses is just... Even on paper, it's just crap. Well, here's There's the thing. nothing about is that, it that it's, is it's a good another, idea. It's another situation where, like, you've got too many ideas in one. Because a movie about two Canadian chicks, like a coming-of-age story... About yeah, but that, like that's so Kevin's generic that you're know, not even describing been, a movie. You're yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. But then they went and threw in like him as a Nazi bratwurst in it, yeah. and it's like, what is this? I don't know. I haven't seen it. So Wait, let's move what on. What is this movie? It's yoga yoga hoses. It's just a really, really terrible, cheap Indian Canadian. Movie. I'm glad he's having fun, the form of and I'm glad he's sort of oh, found he, himself but, again. But good for him. Nah, he, since nah, he started he, smoking weed, he is capable of making good movies. Yeah, and he's like Red State is not a comedy on really any level, and it's fucking chilling and it contains an amazing performance from Michael Parks as okay. this completely radicalised preacher and the it's just blood curdling it's like it's a horror movie it's like a, yeah. it's a thriller and it, the coolest thing about it is it's three diff, at, at, uh, at each third the movie just completely changes cool. in a way that you like will just yeah it just you never see what the next thing is that's coming happen and it's the it most so cool. The most disappointing films of 2016 and the best film of like tw- um, 2009. <laughs> Red State. Check out the, Red State, man. It's the budget was five million. Yeah, it made back thirty nine thousand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't know Harry. Harry gets these films. That's so like he self funds them now. That's like that, no, that five million won't have come from him though. Someone he would have raised funding somewhere. Not he even. Here's the story about how he made what was that film with uh, Cop Out with Bruce Willis? Yeah. yeah. And it, like that was like a terrible experience for him, and the film was terrible, and it, like put him off the studio system. But he has a story about um, getting the funding for Red State, where it, like he was in talks with this like business owner or whatever, and the business owner was like, uh, "No, no, I trust you because I saw that you made a movie with that had Bruce Willis on the poster." So that's how he gets. So that's how he keeps getting funded, is he's yeah. got this like prestige, and um, that means not even like four thousand people saw this at ten dollars a ticket. <laughs> Not even four. Worse than that, man. He did like they do like road shows for his movies now, where you like you buy it's like an expensive ticket, but you go to like a, a screening of the movie, a Q and A, and like a bunch of other shit. So it's not even like yeah, yeah. you <laughs> do you made like no Smith. money at all. His last good movie was Zack and Mary make a porno. I think um, it was his last like Kevin Smith yeah, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he. Yeah, like he loved Suicide Squad. Like <laughs> apparently, like like he came out and said like it was like one of the best movies ever. And like yeah. he's a chiller. He's I think he's saying he's strange. Just... I feel bad for like feeling so connected to him because he doesn't make. I best, I enjoy his podcast these days. Yeah. Is he like accidentally like famous? He, he, made like, a, he made a movie called Clerks, which was, yeah, yeah. came out of nowhere. He was like one of like five sort of real low budget auteurs, yeah. and then he just hasn't made good. Or he was like friends with Ben 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 Affleck and like yeah, putting backing off that. Well, but like he, him, like he was like responsible for putting Ben Affleck on the map in the yeah, yeah. Scene, so. True. Uh, he was a speaking, producer on Goodwill Hunting. Speaking of Ben Affleck, did you guys see The Accountant? I did yeah. not. I loved it. Cool. Oh, we're talking yeah. about disappointing movies. So Sorry. Shut up. 
Sorry, can I just say, um, John Bernthal. Yeah. He's amazing. Okay. But let's, can I, I just want to, I uh, don't need to know that. Jack Reacher, never stop, never stopping. I really enjoyed the first Jack Reacher, caught it on Netflix and it was like an unexpected, really good time. Mm-hmm. There, there was nothing in Jack Reacher 2 that was worth watching. Boo, I'm a dear Halloween. Do you guys see that? I saw it. <laughs> no. For the podcast. Couldn't, I couldn't, tell, couldn't say it was disappointing, particularly. <laughs> Um, Ouija Origin of Evil none of us seen but it's no. one of the only movies I can think of where it's a sequel that raised the and a raised prequel the no it's a prequel is it? well it's still a, a, you know, it's a, sequel, a prequel still a type of sequel yeah um, but, but it, it's it has a... like 70% higher than the original on Rotten Tomatoes apparently it's a prequel to The Poltergeist as well okay yeah. okay um, alright we've got we're on the home stretch we've got one, two, three, four. a couple of big ones to go though five Five big ones to go. Oh, and then we've great. got a few that we can just sort of comment on. Alright, you guys ready? We'll pick our battles, eh? I'm not ready for this one. Doctor Strange. It's alright. Yeah. yeah. It was alright. That's, yeah, that's the problem yeah. with that, isn't it? Yeah, that's the problem with it. You're right. Here's, here, can I say one thing about Doctor Strange? And then we can move on? Can we move on yeah. from Doctor Strange? Yeah. Suppose, yeah. My one thing about Doctor Strange is... is and I was talking to you, to you about this, Rowan, and you, you sort of counter-argued with it. So I, I take on your argument and I'll mention it as well. Um, my initial reactions to Doctor Strange was, cool, you're changing what Marvel movies are. <laughs> you're changing because that's what you need to do. You can't yeah. keep making Civil War after Civil War because no one gives a shit about that anymore. So let's make a movie where there's magic and introduce magic to the universe which is a great idea but now that I've let it settle I'm kind of like eh, it didn't do that much best part about Doctor Strange was the climax where he kept going in the time loop that was written by Dan Harmon apparently oh uh, yeah that's cool and I really like yeah. that part but then that, that is like uh, that's the climax but it could be like script wise you could just replace that paragraph with and then he punches him really hard in the face yeah. and wins the day like it doesn't yeah. actually yeah, yeah it's a cle- that is a clever little bit and it was cool oh, it was Chekhov gunned he mentions at the start that about time loops. yeah true, true and it was a cool sacrifice, sacrificial moment um, for the yeah, character yeah, to be yeah. like I will, I will willingly do this for eternity it is like it's, but he only did it for like 20 minutes and then it's really seconds. good within the yeah. box that has been created yeah. for Marvel movies yeah. where you, it's it just been, not out of the box it would have been cool if he came out and he was like I was there for like 4,000 years that's the thing they don't tell but, you how long he was yeah. there for but it's still maybe it'll be an offhand comment in like a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a few movies down but it's I, I feel like it would be cool if they did that, but it would still be like, did you really though? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just kind of funny that he said, yeah, I'll do this for eternity. It took him five tries before <laughs> what's-his-name was like, oh, enough! I can't take this anymore! It yeah. feels like the character changes kind of out of note. Like, he, he, learns, he learns the force faster than yeah, um, yeah. freaking Ray. I right. mean, his, his superpower is, like, studying. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, that's why I actually find kind of cool is like, he went through med school and like yeah. people that I know have done that as well like you know they did be smart well, yeah, so like being yeah, intelligent yeah and, like, did, like, and reading real good actually the worst thing about Doctor Strange was Rachel McAdams needed to be less accepting of the magic world because he turns sure. up to her astral projecting and she's like what oh my gosh no she should be screaming for that whole scene yeah that's what should have happened <laughs> okay um, okay so if Suicide Squad is at the is at zero on the spectrum and I'm going to spoilers Rogue One's probably at the the, the top well, maybe Fantastic maybe. Beasts and Where to Find Them is in the middle but there's nothing in between Fantastic Beasts and Rogue One I <laughs> like the, no, there I just no like diagnosis really you don't? I don't quite like it oh I you think. do I think it's I think with Fantastic Beasts if, the only mm-hmm. time I'll ever watch it is either when they're all out I'll just sit down for an afternoon and watch them all yeah or a few days who knows how many there'll yeah. be uh or if I'm at 
watching movies with the friends and they watch it like but i don't have any motivation to go yeah. and see it may i spiel yeah. for you guys yeah. i've got a few things to say about fantastic yeah. beasts um number one so at the end it's revealed that the that johnny depp's grindelwald cool. right yeah um, well, it's revealed that the, the best character in the Colin, film wasn't... Colin Farrell uh, is actually Grindelwald Doesn't get to really be in the film anymore. First point, just make Colin Farrell play Grindelwald. Yeah. Can you imagine how good that casting <laughs> would have been? Um, secondly, do you, have you seen what Johnny Depp looks like? I've seen his dumb haircut. So he's got bleach, a bleach blonde, like, Macklemore haircut. He's got one funny eye. Yeah. He's got, like, an accent and a moustache. Pick one. Pick one eccentricity and give your bad guy that. You can't, you've gone full Johnny Depp on yeah. Johnny Depp. And no one, we have passed the age of Depp. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit about Johnny Depp anymore. We've just pulled out yeah, the Yeah, I, f- I feel like Johnny Depp was cast in that movie before Johnny Depp had a string of very bad movies. Like, yeah. I don't feel like they... This would be <laughs> great casting in, in 2008. You know? Oh, Johnny Depp, go away. Um, nah. and, but also just for, like, I don't know, this might play into the future films, but that character is meant to be someone that Dumbledore fell in love with at some point yeah. and he just like Colin I could have bought Colin Farrell doing that yeah, yeah. but not the not this Johnny Depp version um, second thing I'd like to say about it um, I've heard that Newt isn't even going to be the main character in the whole series that is the only thing that is making me think the next movies could be any good really is like my favourite part well, of the but movie but the film like finished and I'm like how is this going to be five movies so there's the thing right I don't want to watch a Grindelwald movie series. Yeah, I want to watch probably. a Fantastic Beast series. Yeah. When Fantastic Beast was first announced, there was rumblings that it, like I heard it pitched as Indiana Jones, but it's a creature instead of an artifact. Yeah, that, I would love uh, that. A trilogy, a trilogy of and just got off the J, yeah, J.K. Rowling exploring the magic world, different creatures. Yeah. That's a great... Fantastic Beast and where to find them, then do Fantastic Beasts and, and an who they are. And there's an adventure <laughs> element, though, where they like, yeah. go and do something. Those are the movies. Be like, who, what, when, where, why. Yeah, that's what yeah. they should be. I kind of like that idea. And then do Wizard Time Travel for when? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and... I, I just, feel like they really screwed it up by announcing that there were going to be five and, movies. And like, I've, I've heard I just pushback, would have gone into it with a bit of disposition. I've heard pushback on this third thing I'm going to say, but I don't understand why people would push back on this. It is so a set-up film. It's a film that says, we're going to yeah, make more than one of these. Weirdly it is, eh? Like, And people are like, oh, it stands alone. I'm like, no, it didn't. It didn't stand alone. The whole movie feels like it's gearing up for something. I, I think I need to rewatch it, because I might have been too harsh on it initially, but I have only watched it once, but... When you yeah, cast Johnny Depp and he shows up for ten minutes, it's a trailer for another movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, like you don't, you don't like. Yeah, um, I liked the cat. I liked the main cut, the main four. They were great. I just want to see them do a trilogy of yeah, adventure. Yeah, I liked Queenie. Yeah. I liked the characters. The yeah, the characters were quite enjoyable. Um, and they're not going to do that because just screw felt... that, right? <laughs> but I don't know. I, I guess. Because if, you, if, you, if, if he's not even going to be the main character in the other ones, are they still going to be call it Fantastic Beasts? Because then Fantastic Beasts has nothing to do with the storyline. Because yeah. Newt Scamander is yeah. the, the anchor point for the Fantastic Beasts. Because yeah. I have only, like, I've only heard this through podcasts and stuff. I listen to all the videos, reviews that I watch. But I understand that the rest of the movies are going to be all about gay wizard Hitler. And like, <laughs> like you know, Man, you describe like, it that way and, and I'm like, I can't yeah. wait to see it. And like movie. World War II, but like on the wizard side. And yeah. I'm like, that's dope. That then sounds... I watch the trailer for Fantastic Beasts and they're like, this is the launching point for that. I'm like... You know what? Make two... Don't... Okay, yeah. someone was like, I wish that Harry Potter did the Star Wars route and just made standalones. That's not a bad idea either. Yeah. This was meant to be a spin-off though. It was meant to be a weird standalone. Yeah, just but make it all about 
mythical creatures, then do yeah. a Grindelwald yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, make them separate movies. The the combining of them together is so weird to me. Well, I, I'm really interested to know what the naming convention is going to be. Is it going to be That's Fantastic said... Beasts and something, something, something? Yeah, I think so. So that means, but like, it's so weird that the films have to be about beasts. Yeah, because yeah, just... they're not. That's my point. Yeah. I've I've heard the war will be a backdrop. Yeah, but like, I'm like, the sequel one's going to be set in Paris. That's the only piece can't. of information. Oh, yeah. Well, that could be cool. That's cool. That's fine. Hey. I just, I, yeah, there was nothing about Fantastic Beasts that grabbed me and like returned. It didn't feel for me like a return to the Wizarding World. I liked it more than any of the Harry Potter films, but I didn't really like the Harry Potter films. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the books, yeah, but of the, and the films kind of are like an interest. It's like, yeah, it's they adap- needed to be made. It's like but... an adaptation. Oh, cool, we get to see it as a movie now. Yeah. And like towards the end, they started to nail the tone. Yeah, I, was... I totally agree with you, man. And no one else. Everyone's like, oh, the third one's the best one. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I think the third one is the best one. As a, as a oh. film unto itself, the third one's oh, the one sure, that works absolutely. the most. But like, as adaptions of books, the later films they just get better. I just well. thought they got better as they went along. And even yeah. then, they weren't that great. To be honest, this is just tying us over for another five years before they make a cursed child or whatever that yeah. book was called. Oh, man. Apparently that was awful. Apparently the show's amazing, though. Oh, okay. Like, when, the, when it's not all about the plot. Right. And it's about, like, oh, it's so cool. How'd they do that okay. on stage? Um, but yeah, I enjoy, I, know, I enjoyed reading Cursed Child more than I enjoyed watching Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Like, I got bored watching Fantastic Beasts. At least, maybe it was just, oh, I can't believe how bad this is. But um, I, yeah. I got a kick out of reading the Cursed Child. I really, I think I enjoyed Newt Scamander's character because we're so entrenched and smart-ass protagonists that it was nice to have just a polite dude be mm-hmm. the main character. Mm-hmm. To be honest, all I've seen for, from Eddie Redmayne is the trailer where he's a woman and... The Danish girl. And... Uh, Jupiter Ascending. So, <laughs> what's his line in Jupiter Ascending? I don't know. The one that he screams at someone. Yeah, I, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't. Wait, Jupiter Ascending was no, it was last year. Damn, uh, that can't be most disappointing. But um, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm forever like, just I'm staying away from Eddie Redmayne because I'm like, I don't you. He was pretty damn good yeah. in Theory of Everything. So it's Felicity okay. Jones. I haven't seen it. Um, just quickly I saw Moana the other night yesterday did you guys you guys seen it yet yet. Um, the main thing I'd just say about that and sort of reiterating what you were saying a thousand hours ago about um, what were we talking about you're talking about like the different stages of Disney movies Mm. it's cool to see that you've got a movie like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs where it was more about hey look we can do animation whereas you actually watch that it's about it was like the first full length yeah yeah but if if you actually watch it it's about a female who does nothing gets in trouble and gets saved by a man like it's cool that now we've got like the the character arcs for both Moana and Maui in those movies are really good and really like you are giving you are letting these characters be their own people learn yeah. their own things they are just like fight so their own generationally battles. different yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you'd expect that um, so I really enjoyed that uh, La La Land you guys seen that yet? not, not, not yet either. I thought I was going to love that movie and I was kind of like eh it's did you like right. Whiplash? yeah I did I think Whiplash is better yeah okay um, La La Land is a good movie that I didn't enjoy I'm that, that's what I'd say I'm expecting so to really like it I'm hoping don't, see, don't hate on me Ryan Gosling is so like he's so interesting because anyone like that that's been doing what he's been doing instantly gets cast as a superhero and he's like, cool, I'm doing that now. Yeah. But he's done he's done a musical, he's done like a buddy yeah, buddy yeah. film with um, nice guys. Like, he's he's just sat, like staying and he's a driver. Like, he... Blade Runner. He, yeah. Blade Runner is like his like first what I would call like blockbuster that I can think of. Yeah. On top of, mm. top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah, he's definitely stayed away from like the 
big tentpole franchises, mm. which I kind of... And even the one he's picked to, to do is kind of... Is going to be probably yeah. a good movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, before we get to Rogue One, the last four we've got outside of that are The Founder, Assassin's Creed, Passengers, and Why Him. Um, I've got, The Founder was cool, I liked it. Uh, Assassin's Creed doesn't look I, like yeah. it's very good. Passengers sounds like it has amazing twist. Um, I've heard it's, bit, it's crap. But it's crap, watching. and Why Him... But also, apparently it's been um, marketed like completely differently to what the can, film actually is. Shall I tell you? Do you want it's to a horror, right? Or like a thriller type? No, I don't think or so. Or is it a romance? Can, can I tell you what happens on it? Or do you want to... Like the twist? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go say that. So, the whole the whole selling point of the movie is... Is, does it, is it a good twist? I like it. I think oh, it's okay. great. Should I go see it then? No, because apparently it's like a twenty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, yeah, just tell me. Um, the the because the, the whole movies are based around there was a reason we woke up. Yeah, and the reason is because Chris Pratt woke her up because he was alone. He woke up first oh, okay. and woke her up intentionally, which is great. So why did he get woken up? Though? His machine just malfunctioned. Oh, but I like it. I think that's a good twist. But apparently, it's quite, done yeah. So does she so. get mad at him? I don't know. Why would you though? Because you're the two most attractive people in the universe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The, th- the reason I'm not I refuse to watch that movie is because, well not refuse not interested it's not I kind of just don't like Jennifer Lawrence in general like I'm not a fan Aww, I know and I hate I wish I was like, yeah. like falls over but like, so relatable it's just, it's just like oh here's Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence two people you love yeah. two people you really want to see Cause you and know, it's like, like so they're shoving it down my throat I'm like I, yeah, like, the, the yeah, charisma potential is like the original the casting yeah. for Passengers was Keanu Reeves and Rachel McAdams, which would have made the twist work probably pretty well. Better, because yeah. Keanu Reeves Keanu could, could play a lonely someone. guy. Yeah, Keanu Reeves could could play someone you'd be angry for waking yeah. you up for. Whereas I, Chris Pratt, even I would be like, oh, all right. So it's in in reality, is the film more of a thriller horror or is it more of a romance? I don't know. I haven't seen. I feel like one. It's, it's one or the other, and it's been marketed the opposite. So. Uh, and Rogue One, I wasn't disappointed. I was probably surprised. I ultimately, I think I could say that I'm mildly disappointed by it. Sure. In that I went in with, I went in really expecting to like absolutely love it, and I was so excited for it. Like any Star Wars movie, I get really excited. And then the the for the most part, and I'm going to go watch it probably at least another six times while it's in theaters because <laughs> that's just me. But ultimately. Rogue One to me feels like the first indication that in the long term it's all downhill from here. Like Star Wars was special and in 10, 20 years time it's just not going to be special anymore. The, the, because the because really, it's that Marvel franchise yeah, style. The thing that really woke me up to it was the realisation that um, when I have kids they're going to grow up in a world where there's at least nine Star Wars yeah. movies. And that's so bizarre to me. Okay. There's nothing special about the original trilogy after a while. What are they gonna because they make eight nine uh, six eight seven eight nine yeah like what then because uh, oh Knights of the Old Republic trilogy I'm telling you yeah, yeah. do it like I don't think yeah that's, but too, like, that's basically brand new yeah, yeah. I feel like it's them be... do it like I feel like they need to wait yeah they need to they wait need like to. another 15 years and then do another trilogy yeah I think the problem but, is audiences like all of the connective crap yeah and it makes amateur fans feel like they are true fans yeah I think the movies are going to get are gonna, they're just probably going to do we're going to have spin-off films for every character from the original trilogy <laughs> and everything's going to be super connected and you know like it's going to they're all going to it's just going to be this network of connections that inform the original trilogy which are just completely unneeded yeah 
What do you what What do you think of Tarkin and Leia? I just I didn't. I obviously noticed Leia because she's yeah. she's not, doesn't look like that anymore. I yeah. didn't notice Tarkin. Wow, really? I couldn't remember what he looked like. Wow. I think <laughs> I th- I only knew I only knew I only know because I know he's dead. Yeah. And but I think I've only heard people say it's terrible, like it ruined the entire movie for them, <laughs> and like it would have been better if it was just a hologram onto the reflection. That was but, me after a first viewing. But I think like I sat there and I was like. That's like, it's not like a hundred percent there yet. Yeah. Like we won't be able to have a character that's been dead for twenty years as a main character in a movie. But I don't ever think we'll really do that. But I like, I think that, like, the the fact that like it was go- it was good enough, and I think that is awesome. I think it's, I think, it's a towering the, achievement. Yeah, like we went from like Ant Man, like young Michael Douglas, which was really good, to this. But I think what's next is gonna be it those like, are uncomparable though cause like yeah. people have made those uh, those connections to like Robert Downey Jr. and Civil yeah. War and whatnot. but those are so different because those characters are in like one scene only yeah. and those actors minimal are dialogue the actors are still alive playing themselves yeah. and they're being de-aged this is they've got limited footage from like 30 years ago yeah and they're having like Tarkin is a full blown character in mm. the film and he's true like the characterization is spot on and whatnot. yeah I was very much after the first viewing I was like I was calling I was saying grotesque looked totally fucked I could not it completely ruined those scenes for me I couldn't even hear what the other what the characters were saying because I was just like what am I looking at it's a computer it's like it's close but it's it truly is the Uncanny Valley thing it's so close but it's not quite there it's so bloody distracting yeah since then, with subsequent viewings, I'm like, oh, that is, it is like, gorgeous. It is, ama- like, it is amazing. There are several shots where it is, like, actually photorealistic, and then there are other shots where it yeah. looks like a computer game. But, like, it is definitely... It's, weirdly for me, though, the layer looks spot on every time. Do you know I that, cannot believe that, how Carrie good Fisher's, that looks. Carrie Fisher's last tweet before she died was, like, a really cryptic... Like, I say cryptic, oh, they're all cryptic, yeah, but yeah. So, so they're spelt with symbols. Yeah, she, so like she, her, t- her tweets are really she, crazy. Her tweets are all spelt with symbols and not letters. <laughs> and her last one is her complaining that she wasn't cast as Princess Leia in Rogue One. But I'm sure she's taking the piss when she says that. And then something about her dog. Because she, she would have had to give her blessing for, the, yeah. for that to be used in the movie. But yeah, I, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Look at that. that all of her tweets look like that. <laughs> She's amazing. It's unreadable. Yeah, exactly. She knows. Okay. She's, she's fucking with everyone. Like I, I, the, I, because she can't be quoted yeah. when she writes like that as well. I, I loved, I loved, it. I, I, I think. I reckon I, the like, first cut was, of Rogue One would have been amazing. Like I, uh, yeah, I yeah. would have been this really yeah. cool war movie that just happened to be set. Yeah, because it was a war movie and a spy movie. Yeah, and I think like there were scenes. Uh, I, the, yeah, they were like it, it didn't work as as well, like trying to blend in both. Yeah, but I think I think I think added like what it did to add to the universe was really cool. Yeah, what did it add though? Really, like like what it, did, it informs like, your understanding of yeah. the opening crawl, but that's not really something you even needed. To yeah, enjoy but I think movie. like it's a, like here's a like a small part of the Star Wars universe, and that's it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, if yeah. Snoke showed up, it would have been, like, dumb. Like, you know, you're just trying Dude, to build Snoke, the universe. Snoke like, have showed up, you just don't know. But, that. like, it, like, it <laughs> didn't... Snoke is... Yeah. Sure. <laughs> or, or that butler, Darth Vader's <laughs> butler. Like, it didn't build the universe, and I love that. Yeah. 
Like, and I think it built yeah. the universe with in regards to Darth Vader. I think they did a yeah. lot of like characterization there that really worked. And, of, and of, with Tarkin as yeah, well. They a like, lot of, um, did some good characterization. Recon on Anakin. Yeah, style. retcon on making Darth Vader scary again. I've yeah. always thought that Darth Darth Vader is kind of disappointing in the original trilogy. Really? Mm. Like I just <laughs> like okay. Rowan just murders okay, you. Okay. How can you be disappointing? Like, it's like that's the, the only version of Darth Vader. In the sense that like in Star Wars, they always talk about all these incredible force powers, and like Anakin was always the chosen one, yeah. and it was going to do all this like crazy stuff, like the wait, which movies could, are we talking about? Like in the prequels, how they oh okay, <laughs> how they talk about it. They're like, or just in general, like how powerful yes, people can be in the force. Yeah, okay. And then yeah. like yeah, they all twenty years later, and then it's like I'm still the most he can do is like. Force choke people. Well, my counter argument. Yeah, I'm kind of just a like a very nerdy in the universe example reason yeah. why that might be the case is because uh, when, he's old and well, and once he when he got cut to bits and became more machine than man, he's way less in tune with the force. His midichlorian counts yeah. quite low. If, and if midichlorians <laughs> are in your blood, then that is a like, that actually tracks. Yeah. Gone. That yeah, actually yeah. makes sense that's as an example. True, yeah. But that's not. Yeah. No, he's still like plenty powerful in the force. I thought, if you don't oh, yeah. like Darth Vader, what the hell do you like about Star Wars? I, I, it's just, <laughs> and if you're saying Darth Vader's disappointing okay, okay. in the original trilogy. Mate, 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 that was probably the wrong <laughs> Biggest disappointment of uh, 2016, Josh doesn't like Darth Vader. Yeah, from no. 1967. Okay. <laughs> Alright, All right. can we cut that out? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just like, I, like, there's just all this, maybe it's just my fascination with bigger scale things, but I'm mm-hmm. just like, there's all this talk about incredible force powers but we like ray does just as much with the force in one movie as they did in um and so did kylo ren as they did then they did in the like six movies but that's sort of just how like franchise filmmaking works with every film you're gonna have to add more to it Mm -hmm. and make it bigger it's very much me being a millennial i'm not gonna lie when you're you're on the you're on the young side of the millennials as well i'm like (laughs) i'm like (laughs) I, I know, like, I know the prequels are bad movies. Like, I'm not hiding that, but I'm still like yeah, the the lightsaber fights are way better than oh, they are. Like, no, they're not. not. <laughs> what? I like. <laughs> okay, no, okay. I'm not gonna say better. I'm not gonna say. They are not better. They but are like, just objectively. Uh, they in my in my millennial course, brain, I'm like watching. Boy, we're all millennials, bro. Shut up. <laughs> watching like watching like flips and stuff is kind of cooler than watching. Like two old dudes. On, yeah, on, a, okay. on the surface okay. level, you're absolutely right. But like when but you look into a it, yeah. When you look in into it, the, the fight between Obi Wan and Darth Vader, it's like it's a chess match, yep. which makes it way like super interesting. Yeah, because it's way like it, it feels way more calculated, and there's a lot more like emotion behind the characters. I actually believe the choreography of that fight is more interesting to watch okay. than anything in the prequels yeah. as well. Maybe not the Jewel of the Fates fight, but that is that's yeah. because that is more of a dance than a fight anyway. That's true. Two hours in. There is no, there is absolutely no way you can say that like I Luke and wrong. Darth Vader's lightsaber fight in Bespin right. I'm too, or I'm really, too, any of the lightsaber fights in the original trilogy are best. I just love the memes where every time they clash, they say something. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get that with the original trilogy, can you? <laughs> okay. No. Uh, so, the, in the, the Darth Vader it's castle. Because, it's because in the original yeah. trilogy, the fights are about these two characters coming together and there's real conflict happening between those two characters <laughs> and in the original trilogy every time there are fights at least one person in each of those fights isn't actually a character you're right a caricature. you're right i'm admitting that yeah. i'm admitting that now kiss um, his foot <laughs> no. um yeah darth vader's castle is sick too i like darth vader's and castle. i, I, kind of, I yeah. could should kind of hate it but i love it like i love that it's on <laughs> mustafar as well yeah, yeah. 
Like, and it's not like, it's not even like we're going to his castle on Mustafar. Like, <laughs> like, the camera is just like, did it, yeah, like, didn't reveal oh, that, it like, you know, like yeah. I, I didn't even like realize until like this, like when we saw it, I, like a few, like a few scenes later, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, Anything yeah. that makes Darth Vader more scary and mysterious yeah. is all right by me. And there's also a lot of theories that we're going to see that castle in episode eight. Yeah. Apparently it was meant to be in episode seven. It was meant to be in episode five. It's been, it's been, yeah, it's been concepted since episode four, but like that same castle and like all of the stuff that Rogue One was interested, all of the Darth Vader-y mystery stuff that was in Rogue One is all supposedly going to tie in neatly to like where they're currently mm. at with episode eight, which I is, just can't wait could be really cool. So in summation, I don't know how my expectations are higher than like Force Awakens expectations are high. Rogue One, by the time it came out, I was like, oh, this could be even better than all of them. And then Episode 8, the expectations are just... Everything's like... I'm way more hyped for Star Wars than I've ever been with Episode 8. <laughs> I think crazy one thing. thing I didn't like about Rogue One is that it was like, oh, they're all going to die now. Like, it would, yeah, they were, needed I to die. Did not, I, I, no, no, I did not think yeah. they were going to die. About halfway through yeah. the movie, I my understand, yeah. And I think this might actually be what the original plotline was. They painted the rebellion to be quite a grey organisation where it wasn't clear cut that they're all on the right side and they're all doing the right thing. Yeah. So I thought they were giving the characters a reason to basically leave the rebellion by not by disagreeing with the politics of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's how Cassian and Jin are not going to be characters going forward because they'll be like, thanks guys, we're done with you. And then so when they and then when they actually killed them, it was a shock and surprise. I think they them. needed to cut it off though because you couldn't go watching the original trilogy knowing that. I, like I feel like for me it would kind of ruin it being like oh, it doesn't like tie in as nicely you know like even in like episode four there's an empty chair at the one of the council tables yeah and yeah. it's like oh that's chronic yeah I yeah yeah I but I, I I was more like it got to a point in the movie and they all died within the space like five or five they all died from explosions yeah though, they should Darth Vader should have killed them all mm, that would have been I, awesome. no I don't think that's the case all that's right the right information then. I'm wrong and I'm a millennial. Now, in summation, <laughs> the worst movie of the year was one everyone thought was going to be good and the best movie of the year was one everyone thought was going to be good but still was <laughs> just kind of the low What are those eye. two movies? What are you referencing? Suicide now? Squad and Rogue One. Yeah. I love Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your favourite movies of the year? Not including blockbusters or ones we've talked about. I I not including anything we've talked if you about. Could, if you could include one, what would it be? I only watched John Wick like last month, so can I... No, John Wick's like 2015. I know, I know. I'm going to say Nice Guys is probably my favourite. Um, yeah. I, mean, I can't really say Rogue One. Cause it's what was, you, what was your most Tarzan. disappointing then? Mine was Suicide Squad. It's got to be Batman vs Superman because I was so excited. Like I just, it means yeah. So in much terms to of me. raw disappointment, Batman yeah. vs Superman is probably. I don't think it's the worst film by far, but the yeah. raw disappointment. Like, oh, actually, for raw yeah. disappointment, almost for me, um, Doctor Strange is the most disappointing because it was so like meh. I just so yeah. didn't care about it by the time I got to see yeah. it. At least, at least, Suicide I sort of thought it was going to be. Superman gave you a reaction well the way that like Guardians of the Galaxy was like a great standalone Marvel movie I just sort of thought we, but then like in my mind Doctor Strange is almost indistinguishable from like Ant-Man in terms of blandness and tone and then just like the plot of the first Iron Man they're just yeah. like it's it's very much clearly that's the formula I'm going to wrap this up because I'm about to faint because I haven't eaten lunch mm-hmm. me too um, but thank you very much for listening if you listen to all listen, oh man okay <laughs> I might edit this down a bit I don't know yeah. we're looking at 2 hours and 18 at the moment so if this... edit down so it's, it's you say the title and then you get like a one sentence yeah, reply yeah, yeah. from each of us um, thank you for listening to this if you did listen to the whole thing 
Um, I understand that it's hard to invest in a podcast when it doesn't have 50,000 followers already. So if you did, um, thank you very much. And yeah, if you like this, check out the other stuff that we do on Cop Popture. You can find us on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, those are the main ones. There's Twitter and Google and Gmail and stuff like that as well. Mm. But there's also a website that's defunct, but I want to keep the URL. Um, so yeah, check them out and let us know what you think of this podcast. Tell us in the comments. In or a private on email? Somewhere. Tell us what your favourite... Um, and email, least email feedback at culpopshamedia g- 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 at gmail.com is our email tell us what your most disappointing film of the year was tell us what you're looking forward to next year um, I say pop culture normally like, do you know that that's the <laughs> biggest effect I've had is that cult culture has had is people have to think before they say pop culture to me now yeah I can't do it yeah. Yeah. thank you very much um, it's been a pretty shitty year for movies so hopefully next year will be better and uh, less celebrities will die Oh crap, no, my best movie of the year. What? It's an anime movie called Your Name, but I'm not. Goodbye!